You're listening to the ESO Network, your station for all things geek. Hey, what's up? This is Frank Zuma from Sum 41, and you're checking out the We Podcast and the things we know. <laughs> close. <laughs> so close. You right? guys have to use that one. I'm keeping it. I'm keeping it. <laughs> Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 105 of We Podcast and We Know Things. My name is Greg Hall, and alongside of me, as almost always, the best damn voice in the business, Sam Matura. The demon is back, baby. I, I want to real quick like insert the clip of last week when you were like, yeah, I, what happens if he comes out as the demon? Oh, he won't come out as a demon. But what if he does? Yeah, he might. It was funny because you're like, nah, he don't do it. They usually hype this up and nah, he won't just throw it in. Yeah, and then and then you're like, oh, maybe. I was like, yeah, you know what? Maybe they will. I just want to throw that clip in because uh, it happened. Yeah. That's crazy. Did you watch SummerSlam? I only watched that match. Oh. Like that was it because I it, so you watched like three minutes of something. Basically, it was, it <laughs> it was, was pretty squash. good. But I did I love the backstage, um, the picture of him and Jeff Hardy, yeah. both in makeup. I was like, that is now that is a tag team partner waiting to happen. Because <laughs> it looks like Matt Hardy just he's I always see him in suits now and yeah. I uh, there's some speculation going on about Matt Hardy and like what's going on with him and um, you know, is he retiring? Is it something more serious? I don't know. But Jeff Hardy's injured too, so let's. Let's he's, get Jeff Hardy he's, out of there. He's well, they've been wrestling for what twenty, 20 plus, plus years, years, and he's been around since we were kids. And yeah. I, I don't even know how they're both still walking. I, I don't with all the death-defying stuff that they do. But if you're new to the podcast, we are the single source for all of your nerdy news in gaming, TV, film, music, and all things pop culture. We're basically spreading the good word of nerd one episode at a time. Be sure to join the We Pod Squad by hitting that subscribe or follow button on all of your podcast services like iTunes, Castbox, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Google play uh tune in wherever you get your audible goodness but make sure to leave a rating and review it's the cheapest and easiest way to help the show grow we would really appreciate it and like we said it takes like a minute we read them all on the air what can be better than that and, and let us climb up the ladder let us actually be notice of our small little nerdy podcast yeah we uh we would really appreciate it because every single review you uh leave us whether it's one three five star helps the algorithm helps us grow um it's like a dream of us to show up on the top 200 film and tv podcasts on itunes well i think we got a long way to go but maybe one day that'd be a dream hey we're, we're making waves man we got we got a nice size audience we appreciate everybody that tunes in each and every single week um and you know we're up to like 27 ratings on itunes all five stars so i remember being at zero like we ain't ever gonna get a rating <laughs> <laughs> yeah and then they don't even put them on there till you get like six so our first five were just in the ethos just waiting to be read basically people like, yeah, we left the review we're like it's not showing up don't lie to us <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean that that actually did happen but make sure to join the we pod squad on social media as well uh instagram it's at we podcast and we know things all one word twitter is at we pod and we know all one word like us on facebook just search out we podcast and we know things and hit that like button thank you to the 65 people that liked us this past week on Facebook. I'd go individually, but that would take a little yeah. while. Um, be sure to check out our website, which is wepodcastandweknowthings.com. On the website, it has links to all of our shows, all of our reviews, all the articles our awesome team uh, writes, including Nico Maturo, um, Ryan Waldis, Mike Raspass. So thank you to everybody who's contributed to the site. We're always looking for contributors to the site. So if you're interested in writing reviews, doing opinion pieces, whatever floats your boat, um, check out We Podcast We Know Things. Hit us up on social media and we'll talk and see if you're a fit for the site. 
With that being said, on the site, you can find links to our Patreon, which is patreon.com slash we podcast and we know things all one word. You kick us some money monetarily every week. I mean, that's the only way to kick us money is monetarily every month. I should say not every week. And we give you back a reward. So like a dollar gets you the thank you. The five dollar gets you the shout out every week on the show. Ten dollar you the custom top three, uh, 20 or 25. I forget which one gets you on the show for a segment. So everything that you could do to help us. Uh, we give back. That's what we do here. One hand washes the other, brother. <laughs> uh, and we also have a link to our store, which is shop.spreadshirt slash we podcast and we know things. Uh, we really appreciate that. Uh, if you want to check out our store, we have three designs going on with always thinking about more designs and over 100 products. And, you know, we can't believe how much we've sold already. So thank you to everybody who's purchased something from our shop at shop.spreadshirt slash we podcast and we know things. But a link is right there on we podcast and we know things.com. And Rob, I'm still waiting for your artwork, buddy. Yeah, that would be helpful. <laughs> He's, he's, he's a busy man. He's got kids, so yeah, I understand. I got kids. We're always looking, like we said, for further new designs and, and things of that nature to help the site, the the shop, whatever grow. Because um, you know, without you guys and your input, we don't have a show. We're just two guys talking in the one microphone. We are on the We Be Geeks podcast network. It's WeBeGeeksPC.com. So thank you to Mike over there at uh, the We Be Geeks podcast network for giving us the exposure that he's given us. Thank you so much. And the gentleman over at the ESO network, that is ESOPodcast.com. There's over 40 shows combined on those two networks that you can check out uh, just by going to those websites, giving the other folks a listen. Um, we've done guest appearances on other podcasts, uh, Pop Culture Cosmos. We've done guests on earth station one we did the geek seat uh which was a lot of fun we had we like prepped for that for days so what is that the nerdy line we could use yeah that was a lot of fun to go on the geek seat back then so check out those shows over on the eso network and the weeby geeks network and gentlemen at the uh i mean maybe weeby geeks is going too but definitely eso enjoy dragon con because that is i believe this week and they'll be doing a bunch of panels uh we can't make it down there but uh, would love to in the future to join them on the panels. So uh, everybody enjoy Dragon Con. Check out those podcast networks. But we want to say a big happy birthday, uh, the number 31, to our $10 patron. And, I mean, I can't say lifelong friend because I've known him for four years or maybe five now. But Alan Santos, my boy, happy birthday. Happy birthday, dude. You're on the back nine. We're going to do our <laughs> into our trivia today we're going to start off with the biggest stories gamescom was this past week so you can imagine that that's going to be in the biggest stories i have a very vague story that i put in the biggest stories that i want to talk to sam about um i I don't know if he knows what 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 actually happened i don't think i do all right cool so it's cool it's a little surprise for the big story i want to get his reaction usually if i don't understand when you post like greg wants to keep it a surprise i won't even ask yeah uh then we have gaming tonight we're going to start with gaming as opposed to movies then we have movies i say tonight it's 803 in the morning uh then tv one story and music some others uh and then our pick of the week and we will get on out of here so let's start with our trivia it is four for sam five and a half for me on our race to 11 win by two all right i'll go first since you know we were talking you know gaming earlier and you know you know jump for stuff like that so let's to me this is an easy one but we'll see yeah well if it's anime it's not easy what anime <laughs> what anime is this character sasuke uchiha from everyone's probably oh jesus christ Greg, come on because even if you looked at jump force you know it bleach final answer yes incorrect one piece one punch no uh, you're getting closer one piece <laughs> Nope. Uh, Say the other one that's on that's freaking on the damn game. There's only like one more, two more people that are on games. Well, DBZ's on there too. Not that. Uh, but, like, <laughs> I know it's not DBZ. 
so easy. Uh, okay, this that, this one won't help you. I can't even. Uh, actually, Naruto. Yeah, that's okay. it. Literally Naruto. I put you know Bleach, Naruto, Trigon, One Piece. So there gotcha. are your answers. There you go. Well, <laughs> if you looked, I figured you'd get it. Like Sasuke's like the number I, two I, guy on Naruto. Um, it was the Jump Force story. The second one. Jump Force. Here's the exact notes I wrote. Jump Force trailer. Lots of new characters. I know almost none. So <laughs> clearly that was not. A question meant for me. You're going to get this one. You're going to get this one. How many LPs? LPs, not EPs yeah. and not B-sides. So just full records. Okay. okay? Mm-hmm. How many full releases does May have? Oh, Jesus, God. All right. Destination. Morning. It's morning, evening. Does that count? Is that an EP? I don't know. I don't know. Now I don't know. Now I'm throwing it into the wind. I don't know. So I'm assuming they count because they were... They were full. They had eight, nine songs on. Probably not, though. Or they could be specials. Destination. They had the other one and the other one. So if I count them three. Am I counting the new CD that's not out yet? No. <sighs> Fuck. I don't, I don't know if the morning, evening, and afternoon would be counted or not. Let's go five. Final answer. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> he broke me. I've been staring at one spot the entire time, not making a move. All right. Ah, oh, shit. God damn it. We always ask a final answer. You don't have to change it. I know, but I want to. I kind of, I'm nervous. I didn't like the way your tone was. Your tone. It was all wrong. <laughs> I didn't like it. Fine. I'll speak in a different language. Oh, God, because I had that destination. They had Brink of Disaster. All right, final answer. Uh, Brink of Disaster was a song. But the record was, was Singularity. singularity. Yeah. Uh, the answer is three. Pissed. Yeah. Morning, yeah. afternoon, good night. Or morning, afternoon, yeah. Night, yeah. Yeah, they're EPs. Count. And I then figured. there's Destination B-Sides, which is another B-Side. Um, yeah, so it's Destination Beautiful, Singularity, and the uh, the Everglow. Everglow. I couldn't think of it. Yeah, right. so the I was going to say three. six. I almost said six, but all right. The answer is the answer, of course, is onions. We stay at five and a half to four on a race to eleven. It's more of it's more of a schlag than a race. Yes, yeah, the <laughs> slowest race of all time. Win by two. Let's get into Gamescom. This happened in Germany over the past week. Super excited for. Uh, it's like a mini E3, but only for a couple companies. Sony doesn't really do anything there. They'll do Paris Games Week. And again, they have PSX, which is the PlayStation experience in December. Um, which so makes that's sense why they're huge. not there. Right. Yeah. So they don't want to blow it all out because they have really nothing to show. Yeah. They didn't really have anything to show at E3 either. They were all games that were already announced. Um, they had a couple announcements like RE2 and stuff, but... Anyway, there was some news that came out of Gamescom uh, that was Nintendo-related, that was all platforms-related, and then Xbox had their Inside Xbox, which was a a two-and-a-half-hour presentation that I hit fast-forward through a lot. That doesn't sound good. No, because it's not a press conference. It's like a lot of interviews. Okay. And once I see the game, I just want to fast-forward. I don't want interviews because I don't want to find too much out. I just want to play the game. So I I did a lot of fast-forwarding. So we have a lot of Gamescom news. I put the big Gamescom news here in its own story, which we'll talk about. And then there were some other smaller things shown. That's why we're starting with gaming tonight, today. Um, That way we can go back. And just kind of hit all the smaller announcements that we have and hit, such as the Jump Force trailer and stuff like that. So, 
Uh, Gamescom 2018. I think it was Cologne, Germany. Not 100%. Don't quote me. But it was Germany anyway. They uh, announced a hat in time for the Nintendo Switch plus some awesome DLC about, like, I think polar bears and or penguins or some shit. I think polar <laughs> bears. But a hat in time is like a spiritual successor to Mario 64. Okay. Um, it's about Hat Girl who has to go to a bunch of different predetermined levels with certain objectives, just like Mario. You go into the painting, you get seven stars, boom, boom, boom. It's a very similar concept. The reason that I have that in here is because um, I got into what they call a Twitter war. I put that in air quotes um, like two Uh-oh. months ago. Okay. I, was I, say, I didn't see it on recently. No, it was two months ago. When Hat, when a hat in Time uh, back in February said, we're never putting this game on Switch. It will never, ever come to the Nintendo Switch. Okay, fine. I'm waiting still because game developers and publishers have lied before. Yeah. So uh, I, I just was holding out hope. So about two months ago, they put out a, a quote from the game, which I did not know was a quote from the game because I don't play the game. Yeah. But it was very morbid. And you know how I do with morbid yeah. stuff. I don't like it. Yeah. So I went back and I was like, is this really like you're a you're a video game like doing this? Is this yeah. really like kind of cool? Is this appropriate? Because um, like. I'm pissed. Yeah. <laughs> and so some dude was like, you know, it's free speech. I said, yeah, just like I said, just like me with yeah. me saying it. Yeah. My comment was free speech, too. Yeah. He's like, uh, well, I was like, just because we have rights don't mean we have to use them. I agree. Yeah. I, yeah. you know, maybe I shouldn't have commented it. But and we went on, we went on, we went on. And then we ended up being cool at the end. Um, we followed each other. <laughs> <laughs> no, we didn't. We did not do that. We didn't get that far into the weeds. But I said to him, hey, I'm just waiting on a switch version. And that was my last tweet. That was the tweet that caught fire because like 13 people uh, replied to it. Bro, don't you fucking listen. They're not doing a fucking Switch version. Yeah. Da, da, da. No, they'll, they said it themselves. And I wrote back, hmm, like nothing ever happened like this before. Yeah. Well, when they announced the Switch version, I took a screenshot of it, went back on Twitter, oh, and replied nice. to each and every one of them with... What the, I said something. I said the same thing to every single one of them. You were saying? I think that was yeah, it. No. I actually that, that's the perfect that's a perfect response. Matter of fact, tweets and replies. Uh I hope each and every one of you said I'm butthurt. You were you were saying Oh, perfect. <laughs> I did it to everybody. That's awesome. <laughs> I did, did say you get you any saying. replies or were they uh, just salty? One person. One person said, Hey man, enjoy it. And okay. I think it was the yeah. same person that I originally was going at with. Going at it with, um, I, I don't like the Twitter war, but it, yeah. it needed it. It, it, it felt good. It, it felt it, good though. It, it, I got a lot off my chest. <laughs> that, that was like what the, what the one thing I see. Someone made a comment about the new Devil May Cry. Like, you know, it looks good and all, but like, are you still gonna have like the craziness? What we're known for Devil May Cry, and then and it's he's like he can motorcycle. wield two motorcycles. I was like, oh, burn! It was it was just perfect. <laughs> Oh, that was awesome. Uh, then Shenmue 3 got a release date. That's a kickstarted game um, that has been pushed back and pushed forward, and who knows where it's at, but it got a release date. It'd be nice if I wrote the friggin' release date. I didn't write the release date. This year or 19? No, it's 19. Did I take a photo of it? Why would I do that? Hmm. Well, it's coming out in 2019. Well, hold on. Maybe I have it in the big notes, and I just forgot, because I was just writing a bunch of stuff down this week. The second notes that you don't I send think to I me? I think I I think I did. Um, Shenmue 3 gets a release date of 8-27. So August 27th. Okay, about so, a year from yeah, now. Oh, a year, year and two days. 
Yeah. So a year and two days. From, yeah. See, I did. I wrote it down. It's just uh, there you go. So it's and then long, from there, what? That's a long ways away. It is a long so ways away. So many games coming out before that. Uh, then we had the inside the Xbox conference slash presentation. They showed off a new game called Hunt Showdown, which is a weird name, Hunt Showdown, uh, which is a gothic western monster hunting type game in first person. Kind of looked neat. Well, I know number one. I know you love westerns, so I, as right. soon as I heard that word, I know you're interested. I just don't like first person games. Yeah. Um, but outside of Bioshock, but uh, gothic western does that for me. That checks the box. Monster hunting. If it's not like super uber deep like monster hunter then i'm into it i just don't like all the schlock you have to do in monster hunter to get to the fight in the damn monsters so it seemed cool i liked it but the big story here was devil may cry 5 did get the trailer like you alluded to and it got a release date of march 8th 2019 i'm kind of glad like that's like perfect time that'll give me just enough time to Beat this new. Soak it in not, before not your new. birthday. Exactly. Beat the new, or the not new, but the last Uncharted. 29 or 30. 30. You're 30? I will You're, I will be 30. Congrats. I'm man. not on the back nine yet. Don't rush me. <laughs> so that, that should, should give me enough time to, to beat the Uncharted game and to beat the new Spider-Man game. So that, that's right. actually a perfect release date for me. Yeah, that'll give you a month and three days. Before you turn thirty, so you can beat Devil May Cry no, Five in your twenties. I don't. I don't want something you never. I don't thought know. If, like that's a game where like I don't know. I don't want to rush and beat. Like I'll play like a, a lever month? or two and stop. No, no, that's a long. At least time. a day. Yeah, at least <laughs> a month is a long time. You should have that game beaten in a month. I know it's it, it just sucks. I said, I, I want to enjoy it, and then next thing I know, yeah, great, I beat it in a week. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And then I have to wait another <laughs> just, four years for another one. It's just so good. It's just so good. Well, then you can go back and replay the old ones for the ninth time. Oh, okay, yeah, I know. I probably beat. Are you gonna run through them again before the fifth one comes, or at least maybe the fourth one, so you can like remember where the story left well, off? Well, I know exactly where it left off because you know Dante wasn't in it too much, but mm-hmm. like that's what the I think it's four. I think it was Devil May Cry Nero, Nero, and then yeah. um, DMC was the young Dante or the whatever Dante. The yeah, that, that was it. it was like non-canon. <laughs> I, I do, I do love like they just act like it never happened, and just they just show you know, yeah, Nero's coming back, John Young Bosch is watching him again, and, and then of course you got the little finally you, they finally show some gameplay of Dante fighting. So I was like, okay, as long as we get to play as Dante, I don't care. Dude, John Young Bosch coming back is sick, and, and he's going to be one up doing like the dubs for. For Jump Force, because yeah. he already teasing that on Instagram. Yeah, that's sick too. Yeah, he put like a trailer piece out. I, I always keep asking him, like, any news on more Trigon, man? <laughs> like, I always, and he's just like, dude, I wish, man. Yeah. So, uh. so um, did this trailer, I mean, I know you're already at 10 so, 10. I know that didn't do he anything. He was wielding two hype, motorcycles. But he wielded two motorcycles, which was insane, and they had like spikes and shit on them, which was cool. But this trailer showed a lot of Dante, but not actually that much, and it was towards the end. Yeah, I was going to say, you only get, what, the last minute, maybe 45 yeah. seconds? Do and you like the way Dante looks? He uh, looks very grizzled. Yeah, I, I like it. I, I like the old grizzled kind of aged Dante of all the shit that he had to go through for the first four. Mm-hmm. Um, it looked like he, he saw the Rebellion, which is his sword. I know he has Ebony and Ivory. I, I know he's not going to not have his handguns. That would be stupid. But I'm interested to wield these two damn motorcycles. I love that he said Ebony. It's what ebony, 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 and ivory, whatever to free. <laughs> <laughs> it's early. It's cool. It's spelled the same. It's cool. It's cool. It's, it's, cool. it's, it's cool. completely. It's cool. Old. It's cool. Um, are you cool with it? Not actually like starring Dante. Would you have preferred a game that starred Dante, of, or you you kind of like the direction it's going? Of here? course, because I loved the first one when it first came out. Like I thought Dante, I thought it was perfect. Mm-hmm. 
I mean, but I, I did like Nero. It was a little something different. He's, he's got his, like, his crazy as Armstrong as shit. And he's got, you know, a little different powers than Dante. So it's you're not, like, playing the same character. You're actually getting something different. Yeah. Uh, Halo Master Chief Collection is coming to Xbox Game Pass on September 1st. That's huge because uh, that's just another four games that you get, maybe five, I think, if they put an ODST, of value for $10 a month. Yeah. Now you have Halo 1, 2, 3, 4, and 5 all available on the service. So if you've never played Halo and you have an Xbox One, $10 a month, you That's can play steal. them all. That's a steal. Yeah. You can literally, and you get two weeks for yeah. free, you can literally beat them all within your first yeah, month. You're paying basically $2 a game. So it's, you know. that's like yeah. an incredible deal outside of the fact that Game Pass has um, every Microsoft first-party game that comes out goes right to Game Pass, like Sea of Thieves, Crackdown 3, State of Decay 2, all available for the service. I don't even know why I haven't signed it, up for is it. it really, is it like remastered in HD now? Yeah, the, okay. the Master Chief Collection, you can actually, with one press of a button, switch between the Xbox original graphics or the, oh, wow, or cool. the new remastered cool. graphics. Um, and it's like instantaneous, yeah. too. I well, found you, myself you, being really anal with that. I was going like... I would play the parts that I remembered from Pino's Basement in the old one. Yeah. And then when I didn't remember the level, I would hit, switch it back to the remaster. But you you have the games, though, don't you? I traded them in. Oh, okay. Yeah, so yeah. maybe, you, you, should do the, maybe you should do this pass. Yeah, I just don't... I don't know. I just don't play games as much as I used yeah. to. I play the new games that I want to play. I play Madden. I play my Switch because of the indie game. And you have Spider-Man in two weeks. And I got Spider-Man in two yeah. weeks. There's not really a chance yeah. for me to want to do that. Um and I don't think I'm going to have much time on my hands come yeah. 2019. So I, don't, I just don't want to throw money away. Yeah. Maybe when Crackdown 3 comes out finally. Well, there. Oh, wife's not feeling so good this morning. Um, so, but you know, I, I think that's where I could see the yeah. value is when Crackdown comes out because now I got a bunch of shit. Um, I and really want to play. What's up? And Red 2. Red Dead 2. Red, 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 yeah, Red but Dead. that that won't come out on the Game Pass. That's not a first party Microsoft game. That's a every. But you're still going to wind up buying the game, though. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. October, okay. so okay. I'll buy that. Oh, right, so you got plenty of time. Yeah, I got we got September Spider-Man, October Super Mario Party, October Red Dead 2, November Pokemon, December Smash. I'm fine. I, I always forget about the Pokemon. I'm fine. Yeah. Like we're going to be no problem whatsoever. And here. you still never pick back up the 3DS, where we both I believe we both left off of the Ultra. Uh, no, I'm actually like preparing to give it to my nephew. Oh, okay. um, yeah, like hey. Take care of this. Yeah. There's gold, there's platinum, and there, I'm sorry, not platinum. There's gold, there's crystal, and there's blue version installed on that mother effer. Take this. Enjoy like I did when I was your yeah. age. Just don't drop it, you son of a bitch. He, oh, because he don't have a switch yet, right? He's six. He doesn't have anything. Oh, he's going to be getting there soon. Yeah, he is. Xbox Game Pass Mobile has been announced where you can actually download a Game Pass app to get the games on your phone, hit a button, and they download right to your console from anywhere. That's insane. I know, that's hey, awesome. I want to play Halo 5, but I want it to be waiting for me for when I get home so I don't have to wait an hour yeah. for it to download. Boom, right on my phone, done, goes to the console. That's insane. That's, that's for it, it, it's kids are kids these days are are so freaking spoiled. It's not even funny. With the thing the technology yeah. that, that they have, we didn't have this shit. We didn't have this shit. We were lucky in 2000 that we got or 1999 when we got Dreamcast. Like we were lucky. Well, I mean, I didn't buy it, but I did play. Nine nine ninety nine, baby. September 9th, 1999 was Dreamcast. I'll never forget it. 
I'll never forget it. But anyway, uh, the Dark Pictures Anthology from Supermassive has been announced as well. They're the uh, studio behind Until Dawn, which was the horror game on PlayStation 4. Very, very, very good game. It was a series of, it's going to be a series of standalone horror games. The first game will launch in 2019 with the plan to be released two games a year. The first one is called Man of Maiden. Uh, the first time Supermassive games will ever be on Xbox. Wow. So that's a pretty big thing. And they're all going to be like horror games. And horror games, they scare the living yeah, shit I know. out I, of people. I barely could take Silent Hill. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> With I, those ugly-ass graphics. What, what was the other one? It was like, you take pictures of... Oh, shit. What the hell was that game? Fatal Frame. Yep, that's it. I got you. I, I would have never got it. I but got that, you, that, fam. That was scary because yeah. anytime you pull up the camera, anything get a pop, jump scare. Yeah. It was a great opportunity for jump scares. I used scares. to hate when Kong used to play that game. <laughs> <laughs> like I could barely do you know, Resident Evil back yeah. in the day. Yeah, and eight new bundles were actually announced, too, for the Xbox One. There were some Xbox One X, some Xbox One S bundles. Uh, nothing that really caught my eye. I mean, no game that's packed in that I'm like, oh, I mean, I already have two Xbox yeah, I was, Ones. I was, I, was, I was literally going to don't you have two? Okay. Uh, but, like, nothing that I would be like, oh, that's, got, that's a must-have for everybody. There's the Battlefields, like the Call of Duties. Nothing like that beautiful red PS4 Pro for the Spider-Man game. Or that really nice 500 million PS4 Pro that they did. Or... Uh, Fifty million, okay. That like uh, that blue one you can see through that they I just released. I remember the only other PS4 besides the Spider-Man that looked good was when they did the Destiny, the white one. I, I don't know. I liked it. You know, I like, I, this I like white. I like my sick Par- Parvis Magna Uncharted Four PS4. Um, I don't know. I like that. I've actually gotten so used to that color that I'm like, when I see a black normal PS4, I'm like, mm. don't be stupid. <laughs> no, no, no. Not that I don't like it. I'm yeah. just like, you're just you forget yours. you forget that that's the actual yeah. color. Yeah. Uh, plus, I prefer to white systems. I know all of my furniture is black in here, like my both my entertainment centers. I don't know, so, so I don't know why they, I like the white. But I'll say the white PS4 would stand out. It's funny because when I had white Xbox 360s when they first came out, I preferred the black one. So I think it's just like whatever one comes out <laughs> yeah. next, the newer yeah. one uh, is what I like. But there were eight different bundles announced. Um, there was also a new mode announced announced for the new Ori game and a bunch of DLC for Ori. I think it's Ori and the Willow of the Wisps. Uh, it's Ori and the Blind Forest sequel. But there was also a rumor. Um, and I didn't do a ton of background on it cause I kind of missed it until very recently where they, there's like this rumor going around, um, from like IGN and other places. IGN didn't report it. I don't believe, but they had it on their site where Xbox and Microsoft is teasing a service to where it's like you get game pass, you get an Xbox one and it's almost like a pay as you go thing where you can do all this crazy stuff. I want to pull it up real quick. Um, see if I can find it in like two seconds so I can kind of give it more clarity because it seemed pretty neat. Um, let's see. Is there like a one-time fee for all year? I, I don't I don't know. I, I, maybe um, Xbox service, maybe I can find it under. Um, Xbox subscription service. Is that it? Rumored? Yeah, here we go. Okay. So this was from August 23rd. So there you okay. go. Here we go. Uh, this is per IGN, so I'm just reading it, and the source is The Verge. Microsoft is reportedly planning to announce a new subscription plan that bundles two existing Xbox subscriptions with a console. So it reports that Xbox All Access would be a new service that nets subscribers an Xbox One, Xbox Live Gold, and Xbox Game Pass for one monthly fee. Okay, that, So you're that's renting awesome. the system, that's basically. Awesome. You're basically leasing the system. Xbox All Access will offer consumers both Xbox One X and Xbox One S options with the Xbox One X costing $35 per month and requiring a two-year commitment. 
So you'd get the console, games with gold, and Game Pass. So let's think of it this way. Gold is 60 bucks a year. Boom, okay. that's 60 Game Pass is 10 bucks a month. That's 120 That's 180 The console is 500 That's 680 Okay, keep 680 in your mind. 680. 680. 35 times 12 equals 420 You are saving money. Now, that's for the person that doesn't want to drop all that money at one lump sum. Right. And I understand Xbox trying to make deals because, like we've said... They need and, to. Exactly. They've been they've been slacking. They've been kind of in the rear as of late. But it's also not your console. So exactly. you can't have anything happen to it. So it's like leasing a car. I get yeah, exactly. my car for exactly. cheaper than you do, yeah. but I can't do anything. You yeah. can mod the shit out of exactly. your car if you want to. So there's the positives and the negatives, but that seems like a sweet deal. That's 200 it's, bucks a, mo- a year. Exactly. And if you have, like, you know, again, I know... we. When new systems come out, not everyone has five, six hundred hours to drop at one shot. So right. to do something like this to play all the Halos now, you could do that in every other game that comes with the gold service. That's actually a great idea. I what I think that they, where they will make their money is for the people. That's only for one year, right? Yeah. So now you do that per year. Well, that console is a one-time purchase. Well, but they did, so eventually it doesn't. And they, but they did say minimum of two years. That you right. Have to so do. that's what what I say four thirty four twenty four thirty something like that. So now you're at eight hundred and forty after two yeah. years. Um, now, now Xbox is profiting because that two-year commitment exactly. is actually where they well, make money. Yeah, exactly. Like you, you think, I mean, you're paying more than five hundred dollars for that system over time. It, it, it might. I, I get. I, I see the plus in it, of course. But if I was just the other person, I would just start saving to buy this. I don't know. I like owning. I don't like you. I don't like renting, leasing. Well, I've had that Xbox One since September sixth, two thousand fourteen, and, it, and it's been collecting dust. So it's. Well, <laughs> yeah, I play yeah, the S yeah, now, yeah, but that's four years old. Yeah, and still working. It still works perfectly like the yeah. day I bought it. So, um, I mean, if I was doing that, that's thirty-five times what? What's twelve times four times thirty-five? Twelve times four. Equals times thirty five. If I was doing the renting service, I'd have dropped seventeen hundred dollars already. That cost me yeah. four. Exactly. So uh, that's where Xbox is going to make day money. At, at that point, get a credit card, buy the system, <laughs> and make monthly payments. Right. Just pay above the minimum, you'll be fine. <laughs> Just apply for a zero percent interest card. Knock Dude, it out in twelve months. Wh- where did I go to? So. I don't know. Every time you go to a store now, do you want to apply for the credit card? No, god damn it. No. I have my one card. That's it. I have three cards and none of them are store cards. Yeah. I never will. The interest rate oh, on a GameStop it? card is 27%. Oh, which is ridiculous. Robbery. They might as well kick you in the nuts too. Yeah, for real. It's those people that want the console yeah. so bad for their kid or whatever. They open up the card and then they get If you get this interest. card, you save 5%. It's like, I don't give a shit about the 5%. Yeah. You couldn't get me the Best Buy Master no, card never. or any other card. Never. Give me my three cards. Boom, boom, boom. They're right here. Yeah. And that's it. That's what I need to survive, baby. That's it. That was Gamescom. Um, it was short and fun yeah. and sweet. There was a lot of other stuff. Like I said, there are smaller stories that we'll kind of get to here when we get to the gaming section. But it does show promise for Xbox. It does show they promise were due. for they Xbox. Were due. But it does bring us to our top three for the week. Our top three this week is going to be our top three games that we have not played yet in 2018 that we can't wait for. So it's either a game that came out already that we haven't played yet or a game that's coming out that we can't wait to play, but it has to come out. In 2018, Sam, give us. Oh, I'm pissed because I texted you that literally twice yesterday. God damn it! Twice yesterday. (sighs) Twice yesterday. Twice yesterday. Because because my third game does not come out until my number three does not come out until 2019. The reason because they just dropped the extended trailer, which got me even more hyped for it and my characters. It was Jump Force, but if I'm going to change it to a new game that's coming out, God bless you. I guess I, I would say I'm interested to play the goddamn the the new Pokemon. Yeah, I'm interested to to see what it looks like because it's something that. You know, we've always talked about since we were freaking kids when yep. it came out in Game Boy. 
if you guys don't know what that is, the original it's with a, no color. It's a handheld system. It's green, basically, yeah. if you have the original. And as long as you go back old school, because that, that's what I know. I don't I don't really know the new stuff like you do, and that's where you'll, you'll tug at my heartstrings if you go old school. Yeah. Um, let's just read that. Just read that real quick, and your replies. You said, as long as it, it came out until... I, I thought you said, as what? long as it came <laughs> out in 2008. I thought right. you before. New games that new games that came out. So when I said Jump Force, and then I even mentioned Jump Force, and you didn't say anything. You said or already came out. So I assumed that you were understanding of the game. Reason nice why try. I jump for it. Or you're wrong. Uh, they have to be coming out this year. Pretty clear. Or already came out. Yes, as long as it came out in 2018, and then you wrote boom. Okay. Well, the Pokemon's <laughs> my savior for number three. All right. Uh, my number three is Red Dead Redemption Two. Can't wait for this game. Looks really good. Uh, it's only a couple months away. All these games are only a couple months away because we're already in freaking almost September, August 25th as we record this episode, which is insane. Um, but Red Dead 2, the first was a masterpiece. This is Rockstar's first game since GTA 5, which is still selling like gangbusters. Um, Red Dead might not have the staying power that GTA 5 has, but it's got that Western setting that I like. You're a bandito in a group of seven. It's got the big giant open world. It's Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild, but in a Red Dead setting, I'm Freaking all and over I, it. I believe they did say it's their biggest open world game they've ever made. Which is insane because GTA V wasn't small. Yeah. It wasn't enormous, but it wasn't small. I'm telling you, I think a lot of the inspiration for this game came from Breath of the Wild. Now, I know that the development cycle for this game has been probably six, seven years. So I know that they didn't just get, oh, there's Breath of the Wild. Let's make a new Red Dead yeah, game. Yeah. But maybe some ideas came from that game because of the amount of the open world. I'm interested to see if there's loading screens. There has to be. For some for something that there's that they're God saying, God didn't. Yeah, but God of War is on another level. <laughs> Come on, let's be real. What's your number two? Number two, a game that came out in actually January is Dragon Ball Z Fighters. The reason being that I haven't bought it is because I've been I already beat the first four Uncharted. That was my mission before I said I was going to play right. any goddamn game. And you did game. it. And you did. And it. I beat the first four. I'm on the last one now. So. This game, it's already in the Amazon card, so it's only a matter of time. <laughs> yeah, Dragon Ball Fighters looks good. They're adding um, new characters, it seems like, almost every other yeah, week. Yeah, and it's fun because, like I said, it didn't do it for me on the Switch, but I can imagine that it's really, yeah. really good on a big TV. It's not good with a PlayStation, on the go. <laughs> with a PlayStation controller or an Xbox controller in your hand, uh, or a fight stick, just maybe not that Switch handheld mode. It just didn't yeah. do it for me, but I can totally see where you're coming from. My number two would be Pokemon Let's Go Eevee Edition, because fuck Pikachu. Uh, I can't wait... To see what HD Pokemon on my TV yeah. is has in store for me. Well, you go from what a, a three inch screen to a, right. a fifty inch screen. That's a, three that's a big inch, jump. A three inch non backlit green screen yeah. uh, with less than eight bit graphics to HD, which I know it won't look super pretty. I know it's like Pokemon Go models on your TV. Like I got that, yeah. but I've since I was a child have just dreamed about what Pokemon on my TV would look like. So no matter what, I'm going to be sucked into it. I would imagine, I think it comes out November 2nd or 16th. I want to say the 16th babies due the 29th of December. I will have it beaten by then. Cause I need to, I got to make sure that I have this done. If I'm on like the elite four and the baby comes out, I'm never going to beat it. No, so way. like Trust I have dude, to, you, you will, you will find time. I, to, I know to, you, but I only will play it on my TV. No handheld mode for me for this. Oh, game. which is fine. hundred percent. Why I would played in that handheld be, for 20 that years? That would be stupid. If you yeah. played on handheld. I don't, I don't, there should be no reason to play it on handheld. No, because if you, all do, you guys go beat Ultra. played it already. Go beat Ultra. Right. For real. Uh, this, so this game is going to be awesome. Cause I love, I love yellow, but it's the, Pokemon main series game that I've played the least. 
Yeah, uh, I've never, I've never, I've even... never beaten yellow all the way to the end. So, but uh... if it was Raichu phone, you would have beat it. <laughs> That's hundred percent right. I just don't like. Pikachu. And if it was Eevee and Raichu and Pikachu edition, you would definitely hundred percent get the Raichu edition. Oh my god, yeah, I'd get a Scyther Dun-dun-bow. edition. That's all I think. Raichu, Sarge. That's all I think about. <laughs> what did you say? Dun- Sarge, uh, search, search, lightning, search. Not not you, search, but the other search. But uh, okay, so my number one game that I literally pre-ordered <laughs> yesterday, my first time walking in GameStop. It is also my number one in probably four or five years. Even the guys like, you know, you you could save thirty dollars, but it expired like three years, four years. I was like, dude, don't even worry about it. This could be the last time I walk in. The next time you'll see me to pick up the game, you guys may never see me again, <laughs> just because Amazon was sold. It's obviously the new Spider-Man coming out September seventh. Yeah. The thing that I think I like the most about it is. It's not a sequel. It's not a spinoff. It's not tying into a comic book. It's kind of their it's their own thing. It's brand new. It's something fresh. Because Spider-Man needed something fresh rather than keep continuing on with something. And I believe it's Insomniac's first licensed game developed. Did I do my research uh, correct? First licensed game, okay. yes. Okay, yeah. just making sure I did that. So I'm sure me, like a million other people, are going to buy this game day one. Yeah, it's my number one as well. And I really, 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 really can't wait. Spider-Man has been my favorite superhero since forever as long as i can remember and uh this is the spider-man i've always wanted spider-man 2 on ps2 was really good but it was still a ps2 game like i've never we're never going to or never have seen a spider-man look like this feel like this play like this we have the arkham games to draw from inspiration exactly. for the combat and they're damn near perfect yeah. games from a combat perspective uh we have an intriguing story with multiple villains and miles morales we don't yeah. know what role he's going to play in this game and i know i did see i didn't click on the link but it was like um a funko pot was released like it's a spoiler warnings for the Spider-Man game. I didn't even click the link, so I didn't see it. So right. if you want to, see, if you want to get spoiled, it's there for you. And as of today, we're less than two weeks out. Yeah, like and I just had to make sure I had to pre-order my copy because I didn't want to right. go last minute. It sold out. Amazon's still freaking. So sold what out. we're gonna do as as we did for God of War, um, and what I'd love to do for Pokemon, but we can't because um, we both have to have played, it, and that's not fair to Sam. But. Third, we'll, we'll still get your reviews, though. 14, yeah, definitely. But I mean, like, the big one. We blew out God yeah, of War. Yeah. We did two weeks of God of War. We're going to do the same for Spider-Man. Two weeks from today, so September 8th, we'll give our impressions, just like our normal, like we always would for a game. We'll just give our first impressions. We'll probably only play, like, an hour or something because it comes out on that Friday. Maybe you'll play a little bit more than yeah. me. Uh, we'll give our impressions. Then we'll have a week or two to really dive into the game. We might give it two. Who knows? But uh, we'll really dive in deep, and we'll give that full spoiler cast like we did for God of War, where we did a 42-minute spoiler cast on everything. We'll do the same thing for Spider-Man, because this game deserves to be blown out of the water. It's going to be so good. I can't. I just can't wait. It's, it's, it's already less gonna, than two weeks. It's going to be the best Spider-Man ga- game that ever came out. It, could, it has potential to be the best superhero game ever made. It could be better than Batman okay. games. Who could knows? Be. It could who be. knows? I'm a huge Arkham Asylum guy. I, yeah. I think the first and one was I, the best. And I also think that's who you prefer. I, I know a lot of people are Marvel guys, so obviously this Spider-Man is going to be up your alley. I'm a Batman guy, so right. I'm a little biased. Right, and I'm a, and I'm not even a Batman guy, and the Arkham games are damn near perfection yeah. to me. Just because of, I first of all, was it Kevin Conroy? He, I think he well, does he the did, he, he yeah, does the he voice did. of Batman yeah. for the first two, and yeah. then Knight, really, really good Batman voice. I think Mark Hamill doing the Joker is perfect, even though well, you had Troy the Baker. last fight is a little you had weird. Troy Baker did the voice, who basically the, mimics Mark or Mark Hamill. Tro- Troy Hamill or Troy Baker did the voice work in Origins. Hamill actually did, did the he? voice okay. work. Yeah, okay. um, or he there was. Arkham Origins, the third game in the series, is like the. It was made by a different company that wasn't Rocksteady. Yeah. It's like the uh, redheaded stepchild of the bunch, where there's not. Yeah. I don't even think Conroy's in it. Um, I don't know if he's actually in that one. So it's like, uh, do we like that game? Do we not? I don't. I don't know. But uh, 
I mean, I, I like. I've never, I've never played. I've never played it. So that's yeah, the I one. I remember beating the game when it was when uh, Batman Begins came out. When it was you yeah. know Christian Bale doing the voice. So yeah. that was pretty cool. Um, so yeah, there we go. There's our top three games that we're kind of looking forward to playing for the rest of the year. Um, this may this list might not even change when we do our game of the year 2018 next year. Oh, it'll Who change. Knows? Well, for uh, you, it'll change because yeah. Jump Force isn't out yet, and Pokemon might not be and on God there. Of War, God of War has got to be on there. For me, Mega Man 11, Smash Bros. There's some games that are not out yet. Super Mario Party. I got to look back on God of War and take that yeah. in there. And Celeste. But it's, it's going to be mostly be, Nintendo for you. It's going to be a no, no. I oh, mean, you you figure what's two of my three though. here yeah. are. Yeah, true. Are, big titles so we'll see but there's another thing i want to talk about a couple changes now um for amazon so amazon number one because i don't have this in my story i just found out about it this morning are making changes to their amazon or their twitch prime uh when you're an amazon prime member you get a free subscription on twitch every month to give to a streamer of your choice so you can get their uh emotes and all that good stuff support them monetarily and that was cool because twitch prime also gave you no ads for the twitch streamer Uh, you just watch them without any interruption Starting September 6th, I believe it is, yes. Twitch is putting ads back in, even for Twitch Prime members, which is just incredibly annoying. But uh, but there's still a way to, to get out of that, right? If like, you sub to the streamer okay, with yeah. your full $5 or more, I believe that goes to that because it's a Twitch sub. So Twitch makes 250 off of that. So that, that would remove ads. But if you're a Twitch Prime, like people sign up for Twitch Prime just, just for that. Or Amazon Prime just to skip largely for that to skip the ads. I mean, yeah, obviously Amazon Prime is a hugely beneficial service, even though they jacked up the price this year to 120 a year. But I mean, I, I'm do? still not going anywhere because it's freaking still the best when they I'll when, never go anywhere. They could be 200 bucks. Whoa, I'd whoa, save money. Whoa, don't, don't curse at me. <laughs> <laughs> if it's 120 I, I think it's plenty yeah well i i mean we buy enough shit on amazon exactly and that, like, that it, i, I say just so i don't have to wear i don't have to go to the store i don't have to fight no one you know i get pissed at everyone in the parking lot don't know how to drive i did have to buy infinity war at walmart though they didn't like have it on amazon it's weird deadpool i, I got on amazon yeah I, well, I used to say i got deadpool on amazon and then i actually got foe for infinity war oh, so then, you paid I, 80 bucks for it it was on sale for twenty six ninety nine. <laughs> oh my god, are you yeah. serious? True. It was on sale for twenty six. Yeah. I fucking hate FYE. Yeah. And they haven't learned their lesson. How are they still in business? Trading. Anyway, so that's the number one uh, for the Amazon stuff. Is now they have uh, Twitch Prime is still gonna or is going to have ads now. But the more intriguing one that would affect you. Piss. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> no more same day delivery. Nope. Nope. Then, nope. Then, nope. Then this has I to do with hurt. this has to do with their gaming division. Okay. I'm going to read the article from IGN. Okay. So it's this is not my content, IGN, just like Philip Mewson said once. Uh, anyway, if you buy something through this post, blah, 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 blah. If you haven't heard, IGN is replacing its 20% off pre-order deal. Bye-bye. Prime savings of $48 a game. Oh, butter. Bye-bye. But, uh, God damn it. Okay. So they're replacing it. With a pre-order ten dollar off credit on Your next. select games. Yeah, so no new select no, no new games. Game. Could work for me for maybe Dragon Ball Fighters. Maybe <laughs> I'm thinking it's going to be like the big new games and stuff. But um, bad news for anybody who's pre-ordered primarily for the discount. Like that's the only reason I pre-order is for that discount. Well, I mean it's it's good to pre if you still pre you're still going to well most of the time you're unlucky, but usually the day it gets released is on your doorstep. <laughs> yeah, for twelve dollars less than the Jamokes at GameStop pay for it. But 
that pricing is stopping on August 28th. So what, Tuesday or Wednesday? So you have until a little, a couple more days to go pre-order every game you want for as long out as you want. Because if you pre-order a game that's coming out in 2020, you can still get the pricing locked in if you do it so now. So basically you're telling me go pre-order every Devil game that you want. Every game that you want, pre-order it now. Can you pre-order Jump Force? Is yes. That, okay, Jump Force is available. So just pre-order everything. Get it for the 48 bucks. Yeah, you're forced to pay for it at time of purchase. Maybe you would want to wait for it or whatever. I thought, that, but I thought they don't take the money out until... Uh, they don't. Yeah, I was but I mean, that. like you're still forced to pay for it when it ships as true, opposed to true. you. Like Fighters came out in January and you want to still buy it now. Yeah. So maybe that's a similar and, thing. And I'll forget it like... What's this bill for just $48? Show up, yeah. Exactly. It'll just show up on your door. Exactly. <laughs> oh, Jump Force, I guess. I had 51 on my account now. I, I have would just three. have to be careful so I don't have to order. Exactly. I don't have to order multiple right. copies. That's why earlier in the year I ordered eight games because I just figure, okay, I'm going to forget about them. I want them guaranteed and I want the discount. Let me just See, pre-order I would, everything. I would completely forget that I ordered. Ooh, I got to pre-order Red Dead 2 then. Well, yeah, you're playing. I got to do time. that. I got to do that now. You still got all of September. You're fine. No, we have to August 28th. Okay, you're fine. You have a whole freaking month to do it. You'll be fine. It's August 25th. Oh, shit. I thought you said October. <laughs> Dude, the whole time I thought you said October. August 20th. Oh, my God. That's the morning I'm having. Jesus fuck, Sam. Go back to bed. That's the morning. Uh, what can you so, do? So, if you pre-order games now, you can lock in the discount, that da, da, da Or you can get the $10 off. Now, we get 20% off, which is $12, which is still yeah, a nice yeah, thing. It's more yeah. than 10 It's only 2 bucks. And if they do this $10 credit for the big titles, it's not really going to matter. Yeah. Like if they do it for Smash and Red Dead and all that shit, it doesn't really matter. But if let's say they don't do it for Mario Party, well, I want Mario Party. You're, so, but you're still going to order from Amazon. You're not going to go to GameStop together. Uh, I won't shop at GameStop. Exactly. No, I'll go to Classic Game Junkie. Which, okay. By the way, everybody, Man. we're doing a live interview at Classic Game Junkie this Thursday. So anybody in the area that we're in, um, the suburbs of Philadelphia, in the city of Philadelphia, in wonderful Glenside, Pennsylvania, there's Classic Game Junkie. It's the best retro store I've ever been in, and we're going to be uh, introdu- uh, I'm sorry, interviewing the owner Frank at the at the store itself after they close. So a little wee pot yeah. after dark. Uh, <laughs> we're going to go there a half hour before they close, so Sam can take in the wonder. That is this shop. Get a look around, feel for some questions. Da, 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 and, da. and there's not a lot of stores that have all these retro games. Dude, like I don't incredible. have, I don't know any by me. Well, there aren't any in this area, exactly. Or in your area, exactly. Um, it used to be Funko Land had a lot of the old stuff. GameStop is doing retro games, but they're not. And good. There, there was, um, I forget what it's called, something electronics during Frank, Franklin Mills where people would go and trade and stuff. That, but that was where you could find like Nintendo games, 64 games. Like it was the only other place besides mm-hmm. you know this place. So mm-hmm. that, that that's all. Awesome. Talking about electronic boutique. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, that's yep. EB Games now. That's EB Electronic Boutique. Oh, shit. Yeah. You didn't. We don't have any EBs around here either. <laughs> no. Uh, that's a Canadian thing. Um, they were in here. Now they're moving out. I think some are moving back now, too. GameStop's just fucked. I and mean, I think GameStop owns them anyway. So there's, I still wouldn't shop there. Just GameStop still <laughs> just, owns just that company. But yeah, we're going to go to Classic Game Junkie. Just support your local shops. Yeah. So any game I want to buy for full price, I'll drive over to Glenside and get. Um, but yeah, anyway, I just bought a cup, three Super Nintendo games off them the other day. Awesome. when I went to meet them right before my fantasy draft. Was just hey, just setting up the interview. It's where I, I called you from the back room of that shop. Oh, uh, to, to, he was cool. he was sitting next to me. Um, gave him a magnet. Um, he kept trying to th- <laughs> he kept trying to throw it against the wall awesome. <laughs> uh, to see if it stuck. Well, I'm, I'm glad dude, I can make it. Everything you've ever wanted in this. When you walk in, it plays the healing music from a Pokemon Center. Do 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 do. Every time you walk in the front That's door, hilarious. there's a giant statue of Mario waving at you when you walk in. There's an N64 playing, <laughs> playing Super Mario 64. There's an old Pac-Man machine that you almost bump into. Then there's a glass case with all the rare games. Oh, my. Like, 
That's awesome. It's got an N64 section. It's got everything. As, as it should. Every, um, it deserves every, it. I mean, it's got every, every single yeah. console ever has its own section. But my God, you're going to you're gonna fall in love with it. Um, I bought Animaniacs for Super Nintendo. I bought Lion King for Super hey, Nintendo. Dom, this is up your alley, buddy. And, and I bought uh, Magical Quests featuring Mickey Mouse on uh, Super Nintendo. I like old platformers, yeah. as you know. No, oh, we didn't know. So uh, be pumped for that because that episode is going to release on, I don't know yet, probably Monday of next week. Um, not this coming Monday, like the Monday after yeah. that as a bonus episode. Um, but like, can't wait for that yeah, interview. We've, we've been quiet on the bonus episodes. We took a little month. We took a, to if you ourselves. didn't notice, we yeah. took a month to, to breathe a little yeah. bit. But we want to start banging them out as fast as possible because who knows what's going to happen in 19 uh, with the babe yeah. for extra episodes. We're still going to bring you an episode every week. I've committed to that. Yeah. So is my wife. God bless you. God, bless, God bless her. She's the one who's got to put up with the shit. But I'm like two hours without the baby. Just give me two hours. Yeah. We'll, we'll be fine. Uh, but we'll be right back after this word from our ESO network partner. Did you know the ESO network has a brand new Patreon? That's right. We're asking for your help and you could do it for as little as a dollar a month. Don't fret. All your favorite shows will still be available for free as always. But you can get exclusive podcasts and more not heard anywhere else but on our Patreon. To sign for the ESO Network, Patreon's easy. All you have to do is go to ESOPodcast.com and click on the link. With your support of the ESO Network, it's you who will reap the rewards. And we are back with the gaming section. First, we're going to continue the the jive, the vibe of gaming today. We usually start with movies, but we're going to start off with a review for Guacamelee 2. Guacamelee is one of my top five Metroidvanias of all time. Beat it on PS4. Uh, Platinum did on PS4, as a matter of fact. One of the most fun games. It's about an old, fat, uh, former wrestler, like luchador wrestler, who like Nacho gets, Libre. Yeah, who gets sucked into a dimension of the oh, living Jumanji. and the dead, um, and he has to flip between the living and the dead worlds in order to save his girl. And he puts back on his lucha mask and his championship belt, and he goes and kicks some ass. So, needless to say, you're going to be pre-ordering this game. It's already out. Oh. It's hilarious, oh, okay. too. So, uh, actually, it comes out the 21st, so yeah, it's out. Guacamelee 2 is a hilarious, challenging, and rewarding follow-up to Drinkbox's original. It expands on the first ideas in so many great ways and marries a complex but understandable set of moves to both its combat and platforming. While a few more additional moves would have been nice, this new adventure... Uh, offsets some of the samesiness in wacky one-off gameplay experiments that are often a blast to experience. The same can be said for the improvements in its storytelling, which come courtesy of a surprising amount of heart and referential humor that is more frequently earned than explored rather than at surface level. Drinkbox has taken what could have been a simply a rehash and pushed Guacamelee 2 to a better in to be better in nearly every facet. Guacamelee 2's clever humor, challenging platform, and beautiful world make for a very worthy follow-up. 9.2. 9.3. Oh, yes. my God. Yes. Dude, the past three weeks, you have been friggin' on your game, but you haven't I'm quite due. gotten it yet. I'm, I'm due for a while. You, you're, dude, you're right there. And we got a bunch of reviews today in all facets, so you got to nail one of them. You got to nail one of them today. But there was a new Jump Force trailer. It, I literally wrote, like I said earlier, lots of new characters shown. I know almost none. But at the same time, you do know them. I, I know who they are. Yeah. I just couldn't tell you their exactly. name. Like, I, I couldn't tell you their name. Like, I don't know their names, but I know characters are from One Piece. I think. Right. I know the One Piece character. Yeah, One Piece, obviously. You see Vegeta. They yeah. should, we're doing this Final Flash, which yeah. is like one of the best moves ever. Yeah. I mean, Wasn't it voiced in Japanese for this trailer, yeah. too? Yeah, I love that. I love that. 
I, mean, I almost want to play it in Japanese. Well, I kind of, I, I wish they would do like both versions. Like they will. you could do they Japanese will. and they English. Will. Okay, they will. you, you, you have can do to. that. They did that in Fighter Z or in Fighters. They'll do it. It, 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 it makes sense. This big old Shonen Jump anime yeah. crossover giant game, they're going to fucking and, do it. And, like, they, they didn't even show you all the characters yet, and there's so many people hyped for this. Dude, there's got to be UU characters in it. There's got to be... That would be There's awesome. going to be more Bleach. There's going to be... Bleach, though, they said the Bleach characters are not going to be main characters, but they'll be playable in some facet. I forget exactly how they said that. That was back in, like, E3. But this is exactly what Tenkaichi or Budokai looks yeah. like. It's almost like that three-on-three, over-the-shoulder type of yeah. gameplay, but with these characters instead of just Dragon Ball. That's incredible. I'm kind of... It's, it's almost shocking. Like, it took this long for something like this to come out. Dude, it's infin- you know? It's the Infinity War syndrome, man. Everything's yeah, know, right? crossing yeah. over. And it's like... And it's, it's, awesome. all it, it's It's genius. You had, Mar- you had Marvel versus Capcom, but yeah. that's only two. Yeah. You had Street Fighter versus X-Men. Men. Yep. That was only two. So you had these type of crossover games. Uh, Tatsunoko versus Capcom. SNK versus Capcom. SNK versus Marvel, I think, was another one. Uh, but you have all these crossovers. But now you've got this giant Infinity War-style crossover for anime that's and hype. It's the reason I'm starting to watch more anime. It's yeah. the reason I watch One Punch Man. It's the reason I started watching Roni Kenshin. I watched one episode of Trigun. I'm watching. I'm rewatching season one of Pokemon. You never know. <laughs> I love that he names all these anime that throws Pokemon. Pokemon's in. an anime, man. It's just that's the mainstream. That's all. It's, it's, a, it's an anime. It's an anime. It's just a mainstream show that's all it's just not under the under the radar yeah it's it's how great would it be if an 8-6 just drifts into a trump jump force trailer and tack gets out I mean, it would oh be, my god i mean there's no way he just throws tofu at people yeah there, boom, there's, boom, there's no boom. but there's still like there's so many animes that you like dude if you have trigon if you have characters from gun cowboy bebop gun cowboy Grave. bebop it just like and like you, 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 you have a show. show like i'm thinking of like other people that can compete with like DBC, when they shoot and energy blasts, Yu was right there. Maybe, maybe um, Yu Yasha would be cool. Yu Yasha, One Punch Man, Yu Gi Oh potentially. Cool. I may probably not Yu Gi Oh. How about Beyblade? <laughs> oh my god, that would be hilarious. <laughs> they just spin. I used to love that show as a kid. Oh my dude, we played it in your basement. Yeah, we, still, we spun I, the tops. I freaking had Liger. The white, the white Liger, tiger. Yeah, there you go. The Lion Tiger baby. Still got uh, my shit. Uh, Dark Souls trilogy has been announced for PS4 and Xbox One coming October nineteenth. So if you like hard games and you like to throw your controller in frustration the dark souls trilogy is for you that was one game i never played like i never got into like, i wouldn't uh, i already yeah. get pissed enough at games like do you mean paddles i broke playing madden that's a shame <laughs> sorry that you have to go so that. many i love hard games but i like hard side scrolling games where the platform is on me not hard combat games yeah i don't like the hard combat where the bosses feel cheap yeah. i'm not saying that that's dark souls i just prefer tough platforming as opposed to tough boss i mean fights. it's cool that you know it's coming out but it's just i don't know it's just a game that never Never caught my eye. Here's a new segment, and Sam, I was trying to tell you, I wanted to tell you before, uh, <laughs> but that we want remember. It's, it's what's coming to Switch because, oh, like Christ. every week, it seems like we say something's coming yeah, to Switch. Truth, every so goddamn game. Outside of a hat and time, uh, we had a we woke up. I think it was Monday or Tuesday morning to an Indies highlights recap, which is awesome because. I love indies. I love highlights. Why not? So I thought this was going to be like an indie, like an indie showcase. It's not. It's not an indie showcase, unfortunately. However, um, it's pretty damn cool because they did do a 
a, a bunch of indie games. It was Nintendo UK that put it on as opposed to Nintendo of America, uh, which is what we're used to for the Nintendo Direct style presentations. But they did do a bunch of uh, Nindy or indie games coming to the Switch. I only care about two or three, but we'll go through the list super quick. Night Call, you assume the role of a cab driver in Paris. Monster Boy in the Cursed Kingdom, that is like right up my alley. That's uh, like Wonder Boy. It's a spiritual successor to Wonder Boy. It's Monster Boy. Looks great. The Gardens Between, September 20th, no. Streets of Rogue, coming this winter. It's Tiny Builds, uh, kind of rogue-like beat-em-up. Not really for me. I thought you were going to say Streets of Rage. That's, that's, uh, it's a nice play on yeah, words they did there. Almost had me. Bad North, which actually surprise drop now. Not for me at all. It's like Defend Your Island against Vikings and stuff. Uh, Moonlighter, not for me. That's coming autumn 2018. This War of Mine, November 2018. Also not for me. It task you with surviving. Not as a soldier in a war, but the civilians. That while that concept seems actually pretty neat, I didn't like the way that the game played or looked. Children of Morta, early 2019. Uh, Everspace, December 2018. Um, it's a Everspace, like a roguelike space shooter. Baba is you in 2018 autumn. It's like a puzzle game. It actually is, looks pretty funny. Um, Slay the Spire. It's a card game coming early 2019, and then the OG. Uh, Wind Jammers, which was revived on P- uh, PlayStation uh, 4 recently, October 23rd, 2018, is coming to Switch, which is the Neo Geo game from 1994. And they surprised us with Wind Jammers 2 coming 2019. Do you know what Wind Jammers is? No, I do not. We played it for like a minute. You have It's one on one, and it's like Pong with a Frisbee. So I'm like, I'm a big old buff, buff dude. You're a girl, and I'll try to throw the Frisbee and get it by you to get it in the net. It's okay. almost like hockey okay. mixed with soccer, mixed with frisbee, mixed with pong. It's okay. and it gets intense. You, can't go wrong. you can do special fun. shots, dude. It's great for two players. Yeah. It's really intense these matchups. Uh, Terraria is coming to uh, Switch finally. For gosh sakes, the game came out in 2011. It's on every console ever, uh, so it's coming to Switch. Prison Architect Nintendo Switch Edition is coming out now. Morphe's Law also available now. Morphe's Law is like uh, they did it in a Nintendo Direct. It didn't do it for me, but you shoot, you're, you're a normal person, and then when you shoot and kill people, you grow. It's kind of weird. Yeah. And and uh, it's four on four online. People are saying it's like the new Splatoon. People are loving it, having a lot of fun with it. Didn't really strike me um, so much just because, you know, it's an online shooter. I could live without that. Yeah, but you have plenty of other ninnies that you're going to pick up anyway, so you're fine. And Nintendo of America officially announced this Tuesday, the 28th, at noon... An actual official Nindy showcase oh, featuring multiple unannounced games. So even more, even more indies you're going even to be purchasing. more indies. As I love the indies, I support ass- indie games, baby. I Mick ass- Waits, Four Horses, Miles and Kila. I assume you'll be watching at noon. Um, yeah, I will clear my calendar. Yeah. I'll uh, be taking the, a long is, lunch. Is Tuesday the twenty eighth? I think so. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Um, I will be taking. An extended lunch. <laughs> uh, however long the direct is, I will be taking lunch. Yeah. I, I love this stuff, man. Yeah. This is what I live Which for. Which is like usually like, what, a half hour, 45 minutes? Somewhere in between yeah. 20 and 40, usually. Yeah, so an indie showcase, looking really forward to it. Telltale's The Walking Dead games will all be coming to the Switch this year with Season 1 coming this week. Does anybody care? <laughs> the Telltale games are pretty damn good. The Telltale games are pretty damn good. I beat Season 1. They're just too teared slow up a little for bit. me. Um, the Walking Dead ones are different. The Game of Thrones one was yeah, terribly slow. That, that was slow. so slow. That was terribly yeah. slow. The Walking Dead, because of like the choices you have to make on saving or killing people, and fast. it gets vicious, and you have that type of reaction time, Game of Thrones is, was definitely not the right okay. Telltale game okay. for you. 
Walking Dead tells a, a really good okay. story. Um, I actually still to this day regret one of the choices I made. It still like sticks with me. Yeah, because yeah, I killed oh somebody I shouldn't have. <laughs> yeah. It's, dude, it got one me. One of my life regrets. Dude, it got me. Yeah. It was really good yeah. storytelling. Um, the Michonne one didn't do it for me, but the last season is out now, so um, can't wait for that. Uh, Saints Row the Third is also coming to Switch in 2019. This is like a four-year-old game yeah. for some reason coming to Switch. Don't know why I could live without that one. Grandia and Grandia 2 are getting remastered for the Switch, and that was what's coming to Switch. And every week, I'm sure there's going to be more titles. And you'll hear that stupid song. You bastards. We're going to perfect that song. Sam's going to help me sing it oh, next week. What's well, coming to Switch. Yeah. Story mode is coming to Soul Calibur 6. I actually just really like that because I enjoy when fighting games have story mode. It's just nice. It's I, a different yeah, twist. Yeah, give it more like more gameplay. I just give it more legs, of, yeah. Yeah, I give it I, I get bored of games like that too fast. 100% and that's what I wish DBZ Fighters had. I don't know, maybe it does have a story mode. Chris Shriver's probably the guy to ask about that. Yeah. But I I think uh Mortal Kombat, the last two Mortal Kombat games have been better because of their story, yeah. particularly Mortal Kombat 9. Mortal Kombat or uh, Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite tried as they may, but they failed. Uh, Injustice tells an incredible story. Injustice 2 tells a good story. So any fighting... Because you can do whatever you want in those worlds. Injustice, the DC heroes and villains mixed in with some other characters like the Ninja Turtles. You're going to tell me that that doesn't make an incredible story mode? That's really neat. So good for you, Soul Calibur 6. The 3DS version of Luigi's Mansion, not the Switch version, the 3DS version of the classic GameCube launch title, Luigi's Mansion, is coming on 1012 in North America for $40. So you're going to pay $40 for a 17-year-old game on a smaller screen uh, in October. <laughs> so Greg's not happy about it. But I would I would have liked them to release Luigi's Man if they were going to do this. I would have liked them to pack in the the uh, sequel that they did, Dark Moon, offer forty bucks, give that to us on 3ds, and that hypes us for the third one that will be coming next year. So will be announced next year. So this is something that you're going to skip? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to skip it. I have it on GameCube. If I want to play it, I'll yeah. just plug in the Makes GameCube sense. and play it. Uh, Diddy Kong is coming to Mario Tennis Aces on September first. He got a cute little trailer. I mean, if you got Donkey Kong, I'm pretty sure you have to have Diddy. I'll just get every character that comes to that game. I'm just disappointed in the way I haven't played that game in almost a month because I'm very disappointed in the way they roll out how to unlock a character. Um, I like to do something to unlock a character. I want to have a goal in mind, like Smash. Beat the game in less than 20 minutes to get Captain Falcon. I loved that. Um, This, if you play one match online, you get him. Yeah, it, it, there's no challenge involved. It's, it's nice and easy. I, mean, I could just stand. I could play the game, not touch the controller, get my ass kicked, and get a character for it. I don't yeah, even get no, beat, I, I, I don't I, even I, have to beat him. Yeah, to I, unlock I, him. I can see why you're upset. Don't you love that about Smash? I have to beat them in a fight. There is no to unlock. Either, there is either no either more intense or it's like you have to beat like get all the plates in under thirty seconds or something. But you like still that. have to beat them. Yeah, even after you break the targets yeah. or hit the platforms, you still have to fight them. Yeah, that to me was like it was challenging. That was it was yeah. a dude fighting them was a fucking heart attack yeah i i, I used to hate it actually because I, I wasn't good under pressure <laughs> uh anyway shenmue 3 we talked about getting the release date ubisoft has announced an eighth game in the settlers franchise called the settlers which is for the eighth <laughs> game surprising Go back to coming the original. fall 2019 and the settlers history collection will be coming to pc on november 15th if we have any settlers fans out there there you go 
THQ Nordic is reviving the Desper or the Desperados. I, I don't know why it's called the Depardos in my autocorrect. The Desperados <laughs> franchise on PS4, Xbox One, and PC. So any Desperados fans, there you go. Sekiro Shatters, Shadows Died Twice, which was on Xbox's stage at E3. Um, like the samurai type game. Looks pretty good. Has a release date of about March 22nd on PS4, Xbox One, and PC, which is a lot shorter of a turnaround than I expected. Yeah, that's not that's that's, that's different not from, far. Yeah, but that's different than the other samurai game that we looked yeah, at, right? Yeah, that is Ghost of Tsushima. That's Ghost of Tsushima. That's yeah, it. that's okay. a PS4 exclusive. Yeah. That one won't be coming out for a while. So I kind of expected Sekiro or Sekiro, I think it's Sekiro actually. But it makes sense to uh, come to out come sooner out. than that, yeah. Yeah, it's just I know it makes sense. I just that that tells me the game I don't know how long it's been in production, but that kind of worries me that this game is coming out so quick. Maybe it won't be as polished or maybe as big. Who knows? But looking forward to it nonetheless. Bloodstained Ritual of the Night has been delayed until 2019, and the Vita version has been canceled altogether. Bloodstained being that Castlevania spiritual successor that was funded on Kickstarter. Why do I got to cancel Vita? Why do I always got to put the Vita down? Here's an update from last week. Gone Home for Switch was supposed to be coming out soon, but it's been delayed to 9-6. Still pick it up when it comes out. It is worth it. It's a fun game where... Well, it's not fun. It's depressing as fuck. But it's it's a it's a really immersive game where you basically... I would, I'd, I would play it in handheld mode with headphones. Put on headphones to experience this game. That's what I'll say. And Ubisoft has said that they will not release a new Assassin's Creed game in 2019. So they're not doing every year now. They're going to start to go every Which other. Which I think is smart. Didn't, they, the did, better didn't they just release a DLC? Like a little, like... They just released a game. Okay. <laughs> Assassin's Creed Origins. Or Odyssey. Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Yeah, but, then, then, but they released the DLC after that. Because I remember Toby's brother beat it and then he couldn't play for a while. Then the DLC came out again with more maps and more missions. Then he jumped back on it. And, and, and they did Assassin's Creed every year for... Ever. That's too. And then I think they that's finally too much. started to take a that's year. That's too off. much. Annualized franchises are the devil. Yeah. At you least every Madden. two to three years. Like I, I think, like Devil May Cry and God of War kind of did it right. Like they gave you two to three, four years yeah. kind of in between the kind Gears of, of enjoy War, it. Gears of War, Bioshock, God of War on PS2 and PS3. They they did it right. Exactly. You, you give us two, three years. I would say three to breathe. And we were excited to and jump back in. Give us time to get hype. Let us play the other games that are coming out so we're not just like forced to keep buying these new games and jumping right back in. Into the movie section, Guardians of the Galaxy 3, as the drama continues to unfold, yeah. last night it broke that the, the film is officially on hold as the search for James Gunn replacement continues. There's more. Oh, Christ. The crew members that were in Atlanta are being told that they are free to go work on other projects, other movies and oh, television shows. So the crew has been released. So this could be a long holdup. Yeah. And Taika Waititi met with Marvel recently, but it's unknown which project he met with him about. Well, because there was already parts of him kind of doing another Thor, kind right. of because he said there was still and more. That's what he, this 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 and, meeting could have been and, about. That and even uh, Chris Hemsworth said, even him, they talked. Like, There's still more stories to be told with him, and I think they were both interested. They but they both had a great time on the film. I mean, Thor is potentially the lead Marvel character after Avengers. Yeah, because Chris, because I think out of all the Avengers, Chris Hemsworth has been the only one open saying. If you guys want me, I'm here. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm the god. Like I see him doing his, his Instagram like posts, like they're funny, like Thor, I'm the god of like something like that. So it's like he is probably going to be taking Robert Downey's place, like of like the leader, the I guess. leader of yeah. the pack, and and we we could potentially see no Cap, no Iron Man moving forward. Um, well, we Thor could be. I know we have. Oh. The, I was going to say, because Chris Evans said multiple right. times, Marvel's done, I'm done. He wants right. to do other stuff. He did what, for 10 years he was Cap? Right. And Robert Downey, he's 50-something. I'm pretty sure he's already off doing Sherlock Holmes 3, so. 
And we know that the first two Thor movies didn't really gain as much traction as, as we would have liked or Hemsworth or Marvel would have liked. But then Ragnarok took off yeah. that movie. It was by far the most successful the franchise. He had the best part in Infinity War, in my opinion. Um, he yeah. was the best character in there outside of when he was making his axe hammer thing. Even though that was cool, though, when it he was, was cool. taking on the star. I thought cool. that was awesome. Um, but Thor could be elevated into the stratosphere here. So Taika Waititi could have been doing that. But back to Guardians, it's just we we said it was going to go on hold. We predicted that a while back. Well, so it was it it's, are, it's real now. I mean, it was already 3 was was 2020. So right. it's like god, already that's 2 years away. So now you're telling me it's going to be delayed. So to me it sounds like 2022. I would say it's going to at least, you know, cuz are they even going to use gun store? Are they going to rewrite it? Who's going to direct it, it? That's where I'll say 2021 or 22. I'll make my decision when they Determine what script to use. Because yeah, once you point, once you release the crew, like that, just tells me it's not coming out in the near future. I could do. I, I would probably say twenty twenty one. I don't know what the big twenty twenty movie for Marvel would be at that point because this yeah, was supposed yeah, to be. Yeah, now it. they're gonna have to shuffle some um, things around. Yeah, and and this is this is gonna mix up the phases. This is gonna mix yeah. up the MCU a little bit. Um, do you think this is out there? This is out there, totally out there. I understand that. Do you think that because of this, they may rethink it, rewrite it, and it could change the outcome of Avengers 4? I know they're done shooting. Yeah, they... I know that. So I'm just saying it's out there, but maybe something with Gamora can change or Star-Lord or I, something I, I like that. I think already that might be too late because I'm pretty sure they already have that set in stone. But I I'm, I'm, imagine that's going to affect other movies to come. You know, the next Ant-Man, the next Doctor Strange, which I know they're... Um, Cumberbatch is getting a nice little pay, pay raise. Um, it may change maybe the new Captain Marvel movie coming out. They might have to go back, do some reshoots to change some things. Mm-hmm. It, it's definitely going to affect it. Phase 4 could be whole, actually totally different. And, and that's just assuming that all the characters are going to be coming back. Right. And we don't, because we just don't know without Avengers 4 giving us that finality that we're looking for. Um, but Christ, everyone, everyone else was snapped off. You know, I mean, you just got Rocket. It's crazy. It's crazy you know? to think what this one story now. Imagine how Dave Batista feels now that the movie's been officially on hold. He said he won't well, come back well, if they don't use well, that and script. He's, and he's still tweeting at Disney, something like that. People reported about something, and uh, they basically came back and said they they they, they made up this report. And and I, uh, um, Batista was like, "Hey Disney, you listen, you watching you know, everything people say it doesn't mean it's true. Do research first or some such stuff, stuff like that." Like I'm pretty sure. Again, there's going to be plenty more news to drop about what's what's going to happen. The Guardians three. And we've had Guardians three on this show for six weeks in a row, so that just tells you every how week, much every week stuff is coming out. We don't know when the next time we're not going to talk about Guardians three is. I'd imagine now that the film's on a hold. The next time we'll talk about it is when they either determine the script or the new director. Yeah, oh, exactly. Or again, or they may actually make a, like a confirmation. We are not going to use this script. We or right. we are. Or we're right. going to change it. Hence, hence what I just said. Yeah. Anyway, Tom Hardy. This came out last night too. I forgot to tell you. It's not that big of a deal, but it's also kind of a big deal. Tom Hardy actually revealed that he has signed on for three Venom films. So, but, that, but that's no surprise. Exactly. That's, no surprise. that's what I mean. We kind of understand he, that. And there, every interview, you see people like, that's almost a standard now. You're signing on for two, three films. You're exactly. not just signing on for exactly. one. So that's Especially no surprise. when you're in a bigger universe yeah. like the Spider-Verse. Um, now, none of those three are cameos. He has said that he will not be making any cameos in the Craven the Hunter film, in the in the Silk film, and any of the other Spider-Verse films that are coming out. Um, and that tells me that Maximum Carnage is probably going to be that third film. Okay. That big, giant finale or, trilogy. Or he gets his own film. You know, cause Carnage? I, yeah, because that's what Sony's doing. They're giving all these characters... Like, I'm, I get, like, in my head, I'm like, does Venom even need his own movie? 
Like, I was trying to debate that. Like, am I, like I, I don't know. Like, I, I, I'm not, like, I don't love Spider-Man. Like, everyone else is all about the Spider-Verse and all these damn Spider-Man. That's not up my alley. Mm-hmm. Of course, I'm going to watch it regardless, but I'm, I just hope that it doesn't flop because, you know, it's, I don't know. What, what I'm shown, I'm not completely sold yet. Okay, that's completely yeah. fair. Uh, they also said that this could be the uh, most on-the-edge PG-13 movie ever, like pushing the brink of PG-13 I mean, into That pissed R. me off always because they were saying radar, radar, and then last second you changed it to PG-13, so already you, 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 you kind of pissed me off in the yeah. beginning. Like, I'm not even there yet. Yeah, it sours you totally. Um, like, if, if you're not going to show blood, I'm going to be immediately pissed. Especially if you bite someone's head off and you don't show me blood. Uh, no, or they're stupid. not going to show you the bite either. They'll show you the shadow of the bite. And that's stupid. Like that. That's dumb. They're like, oh, well, the DVD release is that's the, the extended unrated. That'll be blood. It's like, oh, come on. I'm with you. And I think that the, uh, I think that the, uh, like if he does eat somebody and they show it, it'll be eating, he'll eat them whole. Or something like I that. I don't know. Like, Doctor Strange has that beheading scene in the very beginning. But they show you a shadow on the wall of the head dropping into a bucket. Yeah. So, like, they show you the cut, but it's a shadow. Yeah, but, but again, that's Doctor Strange. That's something we knew was going to be PG-13. That was never slated. It's going to be rated No, R. no. I just mean the effects oh, that yeah, they can yeah, get away yeah, with for yeah. a PG-13 movie. Like, that's what you're looking at here with Venom. If that's PG-13, like, I get it. You want to have those extra four years because there are teen years and they're important to us. Yeah. But, like, rated R just, I, I don't know. That, like, I, that that's why it I, lessens I love, your audience, but it, it 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 it's a greater impact to the movie. It's going to be a better movie. And I think that's why I loved Logan so much. Is they said it was going to be radar. They never backed down. Like yeah. it was rated R all the way, and right. they stuck to their guns. That's why I can appreciate a film like that. Here are a couple of reviews in the movie space this week. This one is for Searching. Uh, Harold from Harold and Kumar stars in it. I don't know his actual name, but it's I think his daughter. John gets, Cho. Yeah, I oh, think his dude. daughter gets oh, kidnapped, God, yeah, and he dude. like goes on social media. This film is on his shoulders. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Searching shows how disconnected we really are as a species from one another by telling the story through the devices and websites that are supposed to be bringing us together. The story shows us the humanity of the absolute now, from texts and IMs we type out, then delete and rewrite, to the things we share online, but we're supposed to show us living our best life, but maybe really hiding who we truly are for better or worse. If you keep an open mind about the gimmicky nature of this movie, you will have your mind blown. Searching is not just a gimmicky movie, it delivers the goods. 9.0. Finally. I was due. Dude, this movie actually looks really good. I really I like John Cho and like I think it that does he's look good. I think he's going to deliver in this movie. You know movie. what this you know what this movie reminds me of? A non-horror, it's like the thriller version. It's a non-horror version of how Unfriended should have done it. Okay, okay, yeah, I got it. That whole social media, webcam. And I think this one does it right. Right. Like where where Unfriended did it. This is a movie where 1,000%, the day it comes out, it's... Gotta watch it. Not yeah. on, not in theaters because we're not. Yeah, gonna I will theaters. definitely. I don't know if I'll, see, like you, I don't right. if I'll see it in theaters, but I'm definitely seeing this movie. We have to watch yeah. this movie. Uh, next up would be Sharknado. Uh, Jesus Sharknado. The it's called the last Sharknado. It better be. It's about time. Uh, look, it's the last Sharknado. You kind of feel guilty calling it bad because it's oh, because of what it, because of what it inherently is. But then again, it's just dumb. We know it. It knows it. No one's feelings get hurt here. We can all leave here and appreciate the fact that real Sharknados and real friends were met along the way. 
Finn, April, and Nova battle shark-filled storms one final time in this cross-time caper of carnage. 4.5. 3.5. Okay. Awful. Good. I mean, come on. I mean, but it's I, a I'm very still self-aware pissed that you gave the first one an 83% of Ron Tomatoes. I will never forgive it. That's it's absolutely garbage. It's a very self-aware movie. And then The Happy Time Murders, starring uh, Melissa McCarthy. the same character in, in every, every movie. movie. And then some puppets. The Happy Time Murders may not be a timeless classic on par with Roger Rabbit, but it's more interesting and nuanced than its raunchy violence humor suggests the puppeteering is fantastic the characters are interesting and although the story isn't ingenious the jokes are usually funny but this film works best as a strongly worded overdue statement that puppeteering is more versatile art form than most people realize and can be used to tell any kind of story even a profane one funny and profane the happy time murders also has something serious to say about the art of puppeteering 7.5. 7.9. 7.5. 7.9. You have been, I think, the yeah, last like I'm, 10 I'm, reviews, I'm you've close. been within 0.5, yeah. uh, maybe 0.1. Besides I'm sorry, the, maybe 1.0, yeah. the Sharknado one. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, you, you've been on Did you know where lately. I stay where Sharknado? Yeah, you, you just got to go low on it. I actually missed it. I usually watch that shit the night it, it premieres. I think, I'm sure it's on demand. I think it came out uh, the night of SummerSlam. I think it premiered the yeah, night the of SummerSlam. Yeah, the only thing I read, I saw, what the hell's her name? Tara Reid? Yeah, she like had a weird interview and then she canceled all the rest of her interviews and just tweeted like, yeah go see Shark Tank it was the last one I was like oh great <laughs> I would be I would be very surprised if it actually is the last one we know that God. the Bad Ben just got another one even yeah. though they said it was the last one Saul said it was the last one but we're getting more um, so I wouldn't be surprised if it gets rebooted or revived in like two or three yeah. years not every year like it has been but God maybe two or three years off Dominic Monaghan has joined the cast of Star Wars Episode 9 he was Charlie Pace from Lost and Mary from Lord of yeah. the Rings he's a good actor I actually like him he was just on um like Rose I don't know Mom's if podcast. we know what I don't know if we know what role. No, I didn't. Yeah. I didn't read. Role. I think it said unspecified. But that's cool. I like him as an actor. Danny Boyle leaves Bond twenty five over creative differences, and they're eyeing Christopher McQuarrie, who did uh, Mission oh. Impossible Fallout. And and, that, and I told you right away. I was like, okay. I mean, of course, Danny Boyle is a great director. Would have loved to have him, but Christopher, what he did with Fallout, I think is great. And the other thing I said, as long as Daniel Craig is still there, I'm okay. Well, an update to last week is Idris Elba came out and said he will not be the next Bond. I, t- I told you a week or two ago, I said he was in a report. Guys, I'm, I'm 50-something. Yeah. He said, martinis, chasing girls, doing something. That doesn't, that sounds daunting to me. So, like, I, he, he missed a boat, which, which I completely understand. The Predator is tracking for a 25 to $30 million domestic opening weekend. Seems low. It is a little low, but the last Predator I think was twenty five point one or twenty two point one. I just so it's right around where Predator movies have come in. Lately. I just don't know how I feel about how like the Apex Predator. Like I don't know. Like I thought the Predator. Yeah, you know, I just they're just trying to make it bigger and better of like they all freaking do movies. Netflix is developing a sequel to Death Note, which I did not expect. After really, it didn't do well, and it wasn't good. It was had one good actor. It it had its moments, especially like the I know we said the it when Ryu it first stuff. came out. Yeah, when he first like freaks out and yeah. that movie that clip made it all over social media. Yeah, that was the worst. I don't know how it even got past like the first take. I'm like, well, that's garbage. We got to cut that whole scene. Like I, I, that to me, that was the worst part of the movie. Yeah, let's use that take. I I thought screamed like yeah, a little bit. I thought it had endearing qualities to it. Like they had it off the, the manga, the the anime. And again, William Defoe made Ryuk. He kind of yep. made you in it, and it's enough that he was very threatening. I will go back and watch it no matter of what. Of course, you would. Yeah. I think I, think I have to. Yeah, I don't think you wouldn't. Uh, I put the next story as Kevin Spacey's new film, and that's all I left it as in the notes section for you. Is ominous? Do you do you know what happened? Well, well, obviously I know his story. I know he was in what was like Taron Egerton, and then the, the, the his new movie coming out this year. 
So he is in a new movie. Yeah. Come, it came out. Okay. It's called Billionaire, Billionaire Boys Club. That's it. Boy, Billionaire Boys Club, starring Kevin Spacey. On its opening day, pulled in one hundred and twenty-six dollars. Oof. And it. Ouch. And it hit six hundred and eighteen dollars for the whole weekend. The film was available in eleven theaters nationwide. Yeah, I was going to say there, it was. It was so obviously that you never saw one preview. Because like again, he. The shit that came out, it's like, dude, you're you're done, man. Six hundred and eighteen dollars across eleven theaters. I, I, I mean, I, I, that literally means we and there's probably him and his family to go say it. So six hundred and eighteen, six hundred and eighteen divided by eleven <laughs> equals fifty six showings per uh, theater. So there's fifty six people or fifty six times this movie yeah. was reeled across eleven theaters. Um, I just, I just, you know, I don't divided feel by, yeah. I don't feel bad for him. I just feel bad for like the people that co-starred in it. Like, you know, you, you worked on all this, you know, you, you worked on this film to do something great, and then he just kind of shits all over everything, and it, it ruins it. Like that, that's who I feel bad for. I wonder what that paycheck looks like. I hope he already got it. <laughs> well, I'm sure he already got paid. Obviously, fifteen dollars. But but, but he, again, he's done. He made his millions. He can just sit on his. You made more for Love at First Slice than this guy's <laughs> going to pay for this movie. <laughs> Uh, we said Scarlett Johansson was the uh, highest paid actress in 2018. Well, 2018 highest paid actor came in, and it's not The Rock. It is George Clooney. I like. I don't hell, understand. I, I'm I don't confused. Get it. I, I don't get it. I, I don't. I don't even like. A, I don't know. If, endorsement like, deals has to be has to be sponsorships. But I don't even remember a movie deals. he was in this year. It has to be endorsement deals and sponsorships. Has to be. He's got to be the spo- He's the, always the sexiest man in America. So he's always on the, the covers for that. He's probably got a billion different endorsement I, it, deals. It's just baffling. That he's probably got out of contracts. It's George Clooney. He probably has contracts from old movies. He's still getting paid on for royalties. I get it's it. Baffling. I baffling. get it. You know, he's like the most handsome man of all time. Like, I understand that. But I would have, if, if you'd said it's 20 like, bucks for the winner, I had to pick the rock. It's like, I understand that he sold his wine or his liquor for like $2 billion. Like, I don't know, does that count? So uh, Yeah, I don't know. Michael Pena joins Dora the Explorer's movie as Dora's father. What can he do in a children's no, movie I, about Dora the Explorer? Is he going to be no, like this, that raunchy comedy guy? Is this going to be a little edgy? I mean, I, hey, I love Michael Pena, but obviously I, I don't have a daughter or anything. You know, I think hopefully my nieces will just ask my sisters to go so I don't have to be to, to, to be put through this. I don't know. I'm kind of interested to see what he does. Not for the movie. I yeah, I, I, I guess. I just want to see the role he plays. Like, I just no, want to see that. I, I almost Is don't he even, some cheesy I dad? Almost, he has to be. He has to be a cheesy dad. I just think of, like, a Latino Steve from Blue's Clues. <laughs> Mail time. Yeah, yeah. Mail time. And, but it's like, like, Michael Penn, yes, he's, you know, he was known for his comedy, but when he was in that um, Jake Gyllenhaal movie... Um, Donnie... Darker. No, 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 no. The, the, cop, the cop movie. Uh, Nightcrawler. Nope. But that is John, that's that's Jill and Hall, but I can't think of the other one. They're fight- end of watch. Okay, he was awesome in that. Check that movie out. Top Gun, the sequel for that movie, adds John Hamm and Ed Harris. Two great actors, two really good actors. I mean, Hamm John was, Hamm maybe a little. He was hilarious Harris. in freaking um the, the the tag. Yeah. Oh my god, he was hilarious. Yeah. And, and and Ed Harris, I'm sure he's probably the bad guy. Bleach's live action movie will be heading to Netflix on September fourteenth. Oh that was like my favorite news. I think we read. I was like, "Oh God, I don't do anything. It's on Netflix. Perfect. That's yeah. that's. I will watch that on Friday when it drops. The Flash may be starting to film in February. Oh, the, oh yeah, the movie because they yeah. they said they wanted to end production by like I think it was what the end of the early two thousand nineteen. Yeah, sure. I call bullshit, and here's why. I added this after I sent you the notes on purpose. Do you know the source of no. the story? The source of the story was the Mirror. 
if you don't, and they're, and they're known for some bullshit. They are known for yeah. some big, yeah. big bullshit. So I'm just calling bullshit. But on I mean, I, I hope not. They didn't we even need source a flash anybody. Movie, they I didn't think. even source anybody in but their I'm, story. If they do scratch the flashpoint, I'm going to be so pissed because yeah. Jeffrey D. Morgan as Batman. Sign me up. <laughs> I would. I would really enjoy that. Sign too. me up. Hans Zimmer will score the Wonder Woman sequel. And I could have sworn didn't Hans years ago say I'm done with super superhero, movies? and then he comes back and does like three more. Yeah, I was say Hans is, is great, obviously. So okay, cool. Just if you're gonna if you're gonna say you're not gonna do it, at least stick to it. The Detective Pikachu movie got a logo. Oh my god! It's just Detective yeah. Pikachu. There's I do literally I'm, nothing special about it. I think that's a wire. I don't think that's supposed to be there. But it's got a little spyglass for the eye in Pikachu. At least. Dude, I I just don't know where I I stay with this. May tenth, two thousand nineteen. What's his face? The Minecraft thing moved out of its way, yeah. or whatever moved out of its way. Something moved out of its Jesus. way. I can't remember what got out of its way. But yeah, uh, the Detective Pikachu's logo. It's like it says Pokemon Detective Pikachu, and the eye in Pikachu is a spyglass. But it's all yellow, so you can't even tell that it's supposed yeah. to be a spyglass. It's not that great. You're not missing out on anything. Yeah. Because because this is an audio form podcast, don't worry about it. But we do have our box office for this week. And this week, at number 10, falling from number 7, at $3.4 million, hanging strong is Mamma Mia, here we go again. Um, I'll tell you though, Teen Titans, Ant-Man, Incredibles 2, Jurassic World, all fell off the... And Skyscraper all fell off well, the top I, ten. I think they, they already made their money, though. But what hung on was Hotel Transylvania 3, Summer Vacation, staying at number 9 at 3.7. So that of all those movies yeah, is staying strong on the list. Number kids. 8, falling from... Yes, kids. Number 8, falling from number 4 at $4.8 million is Slender Man. Number 7, falling from number 5 at $7.3 million is Black Klansman. Number 6, falling from number 3 at $8.8 million is Christopher Robin. New to the list at number five is Alpha at ten point three million. Oh, that actually, if I, I just have a feeling, if I saw that, I'll be crying my eyes out. What's it about? Dog. Oh god, <laughs> it looks great. Uh, <laughs> number four, falling from number two at ten point seven million dollars. Mission Impossible Fallout. Number three, new to the list at thirteen point seven million dollars is Mile Twenty Two. Number two, falling from number one, still at twenty one point one million dollars is The Meg. Making some money, dude, that movie. Yeah, dude, it, it, it's banked, dude. A crazy dude, shark summer it's blockbuster. It's freaking awesome. I, I loved it. And number one, new to the list at $26.5 million from Warner Brothers is Crazy Rich Asians. No, that, that, that I'm actually kind of like, that. that's awesome to hear that because, you know, a lot of people were pushing that film and I'm actually, I have to see that movie just of all the rave reviews I've heard about it. Warner Brothers took the top two movies in, yeah. in Crazy Rich Asians and The Meg. So that's cool. Good for them. Yeah, Studio 8's on there. Sony has... Well, number nine, so. Yeah, well, great. Good job, Sony. Keep bringing in the rear. <laughs> and then upcoming this week, I don't have that prepared, so i got to give you a second to pull that up. Yeah, I'm trying to do anything jumping out. Um, I, I feel like we went through it last week, and I was just making a joke. It's Operation Finale, Searching. So there you go, Searching. Okay, um, yeah, John Cho. Yeah. So Kin, Bloodfest, The Little Stranger, Reprisal, Active Measures, Smart Chase, and Ya Veramos. I won't be surprised if the Meg kind of makes a little resurgence. Well, the Nun's coming out next week. I think Searching's oh, taking it a thousand percent. I hope that would be awesome to see that yeah. the C. John Cho carry a movie. Searching, then probably eight Crazy Rich Asians, then the Meg. Then next week, I think the Nun is actually going to be in the top yeah. spot as well. Oh. I think the, the I top will spot's going to be I will laugh for forever whenever time I see the Nun or think of, the, of that story when I saw the Meg. Dude, that <laughs> Did, was so funny. I re-listened to episode 104 last night. Actually, I listened to it for the first time. Last night when I was getting my franchise oh. set up in Madden, I scrapped my Bills franchise. I started one as the Lions. And... uh 
And I've listened to that part of it, and I cracked up all over again. Dude, I mean, like, retold Alex. Again, we're laughing at it again. It was just so funny. Into the TV section, uh, we have a review for Disenchantment. Which I finished. I finished. Before I I got about halfway through. Before I read this review, what did you think? It... Okay, number one, it's every voice actor from Futurama. Yep. I heard everyone's voice. It's Futurama, voice, yeah. but in the, it's Pastorama. It's all, all the same actors. I've been Billy saying West, the whole time. John DiMaggio. Er, everyone is back for the movie. Except for or, the for girl the who plays Leela. Oh, yeah, Katie Siegel. Yeah, she's, she, she's not. It's it's not it's not that good right. to, to, to be polite. Exactly. Futurama, to me, is still Macaroni's best creation he ever me did. I, I like agree. it better than The Simpsons. I'm Agreed. sure it, I'm, I'm, We're not alone. Yeah, exactly. Agree. Agree. Um, I stuck with it. Like, don't get me wrong. I had very few laugh out loud moments. Mm-hmm. Elfo is the name of the elf, and the yeah. demon is like named demon. Like, it's yeah, not yeah. creative. And every time I see the king, he reminds me of uh, Scruffy, Scruffy, the janitor. Like, Scruffy. Every single time I it's look John, at it's John DiMaggio. It's like again, it had its mm. few parts. It had, Scruffy. I guess, you don't really under like really know what the frig's going on until the last episode. It's really not good. It's just not good. Yeah. And I'm only halfway through, and I said to Sam before we went on, yeah, I'm probably not going to watch it again for years. Netflix signed it for for 20 episodes. The first 10 were released for, I guess, the first season. So it's maybe maybe one, next yeah. year or whatever you'll get part two. I'll probably continue watching because I'm just curious just to see where they go, and I hate just stopping. I like to yeah. finish it, but you won't see it on our recommendations for the pick of the week. I'll yeah, say I gave it last week. Sam gave his impressions this week. They're pretty much the same. And here's the written review from IGN. There's certainly potential in disenchantment with uh, what with the medieval fantasy setting, strong voice cast, and freedoms afforded by the Netflix format. Sadly, the first season does little to realize that potential. It struggles to find the right balance between goofy humor and dramatic storytelling, with the end result being that of a payoff in the final few episodes that doesn't connect. Disenchantment shows potential in its first ten episodes, but the series fails to yeah. capitalize. Five oh. Five seven. It's, it, again, it was, it's a little disappointing. Again, I would rather they just bring back the drama. In some of my most hype news oh, of the God. week, <laughs> there's a talk at Hulu for a Veronica Mars revival. Yeah. Um, with a 40-something-year-old Kristen Bell. Yeah, she was on playing um, a high school girl. Dax, Dax Shepard Armchair podcast. Yeah, and, and they kind of said, you know, they hinted that like there there was talks of more Veronica Mars. I mean, hey, it's I think that's what blew her up, actually, right? In our top three shows that uh, were canceled too soon, my number three was Veronica Mars. So it's yeah, I know, I know you loved it. Ashley loves it. It's I, I never, I never gave it a fair shake. It's pretty good. I would say the first season is its best season. Yeah. Um, two didn't do it for me. Three was pretty decent. The movie was actually semi-enjoyable yeah, I as well. You, I remember you saying it, um, you liked it. Yeah, it was pretty enjoyable. I mean, hey, so. it's cool if you could find more life. If you, I love If you find Bell. a good story. To- I, I found out about Kristen Bell through Forgetting Sarah Marshall. Yeah. But yes, Veronica Mars launched her career. For me, my show for her was House of Wise. I thought she was hilarious she was great in that, that show. show. Yeah, she was great That's a show, show that I but don't... But that came out after yeah. Forgetting oh, Sarah Marshall. So we knew about her, right? Plus, but she's sexy. I just, and I don't think the show had like... The proper ending. Sure. You know, it, I gave it up. I gave up. I think uh, she actually finished it through. Uh, it, it's definitely worth to watch from start to finish, but it just like I feel like they need like another two, three episodes just to, just there to was wrap a, it there up. was a time where Kristen Bell was my biggest celebrity crush. Oh, dude, she's she's beautiful. She's a beautiful. I cannot woman. argue that. She, I mean, Anna Kendrick is is my number yeah, one. Yeah, I don't. I'm not. Whatever. Everyone sees everything in her, and I'm just like, ah, uh, okay. <laughs> You guys Everyone her as, sees everything you know why? and nothing. I think people are like, I think she could be Squirrel Girl. Like, I hate Squirrel Girl. Maybe that's why I don't <laughs> think her. American Vandal season two. I'm sorry, Glow has yeah. been renewed for season three. Another one Netflix. up your alley. Another one right up my alley. This TV was, section was today's. Mark Marin in season two. Yeah, okay, big time. He's he's a main character. Okay, okay. So yeah, uh, American Vandal season two will feature the turd burglar, and that will be coming out September 14th, dude. 
American Vandal is funny yeah, as shit. I think that was another show that they your pick of the week it's, one week. No, no. no. Okay. It's it blew up when it came out because okay. it was this documentary when when Making a Murderer came out. Um, then you had and, twenty and, million shows after that. Well, there were all always murder documentaries, of course, always. But Making a Murderer because the Netflix format blew up probably bigger than most of them. And Serial was out around that time yeah. too. And so you had all these murder mystery documentaries, right? So American Vandal decided by a bunch of high school kids first and foremost, at their high school, made a mockumentary series called American Vandal where this somebody drew 27 dicks on 27 cars. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Cars. that's right, that's right, that's right. Now and the whole season takes you through this mockumentary, yeah. documentary-style like mystery of who done it. And uh, they pin it on this kid, and you, you, you know or you don't know if he did it, and there's all this evidence. Yeah, it's probably Dude, it was, not him. It was yeah. really freaking yeah. good from a storytelling standpoint. Yeah. These kids did a great job. Well, they're going to do season two now. Maybe it's a little forced because the first one was just so organic yeah. maybe now that it gained all its popularity they're, they might force it it might not be yeah. as good but they're going to do a turd burglar as opposed to the dick drawer uh, i'm excited for it regardless because it was yeah, really yeah. funny i know you enjoyed it hey turd burglar it's a funny name that's funny jessica jones the showrunner will be departing in the series after season three this might be the end for jessica jones yeah, I mean, with the Disney streaming service, with the no showrunner, I know you can just easily hire a new one. But Jessica Jones is not one of the better. Well, I mean, what I watched, and obviously I finished it and talked to other people. Like season two, kind of like it, it wasn't it, good. exactly. Like even like a lot of people said, Luke Cage Luke, two wasn't good. If, Defenders people, wasn't good. But, Iron Fist season one I, wasn't that good. Marvel's like, not doing great with TV. I like Luke Cage better. I like Susan two better than Jessica Jones season two because mm-hmm. it's like I I didn't really care about you know what I mean. Like, I didn't care where you went with the storyline. Like you yes, liked the, last the one episode. you liked one villain and they weren't in season two. Yeah, simple as that. Well, well they uh, you know what I mean. Yeah. Majority. Yeah, and you know the last episode was real. That was the best one of the season for season two. Jessica, well, we all Jones, know why, obviously. Yeah, but I mean it's like okay, it's again like I think they need to. I guess, like, just plan out what they're going to do now with the Disney service. It's, yeah. you know, bring us something. Don't just give me the same shit for the next season. I don't think there's going to be a, a season four. That's just my yeah. thought. Yeah. Okay. Uh, the End of the Fucking World has been renewed for season two on Netflix. Uh, do you know anything about this show? I, you, I think you talked about the I first did. season. I did. I talked yeah. about the first season. It's about a kid with psychopathic tendencies who wants to murder people. Who befriends this girl who he has intentions on befriending to the oh, point where and, she trusts him and then murder her. Exactly. But do, does he? Does he have a change of yeah. heart? Is he just faking it? And it's like that psychological get inside this kid's mind. And it was trippy yeah. and it was it was something I'm super interested in continuing. Yeah, on another show on Netflix. Dude, there's just so much shit to watch on Netflix. Big Bang will end after season twelve, thank God. It's hey, it uh, like everyone else, I enjoy the occasional Big Bang Theory. I'm not going to lie to you and say I'm enthusiastic. I watch sure, every once episode. every month when it just jumps on in the background. I'm down. It, it's but. funny. It's you know for the the geek nerd culture, it's funny. But dude, twelve seasons, you you had a great run. And if they went on for season thirteen, each character, Jim, well, Jim Parsons yeah, is done. He's each, the, he's over it. If they had season thirteen, each character was set to make one million dollars per episode. Right. So that could be another reason why just so well, much money going out. Apparently, Jim Parsons said he's done, and without him, there is no Big Bang. Mm-hmm. Then you have Young Sheldon. So where's that going to go? I mean, again, that's going to continue on the legacy. He, Twelve seasons of playing the same quirky, you know, character. Like, okay. tell that to Grey's Anatomy. Uh, Better Call Saul has been renewed for season five. Did you start watching it? Uh, yeah, the first episode of season four. I watched the first. I think the first three are out. I didn't watch. Dude, the, it's else. such good writing, man. Especially if you like, again, if you watch, if you really love Breaking Bad and you appreciate all the characters they bring bring back, and what Bob Odenkirk can do as as Saul, dude, it's freaking genius. I love it. Glad to hear it's going to continue. Me too. Galaxy Quest was supposed to be getting a TV show, the Tim Allen film, uh, and now that show is on hold. If it wasn't. 
Tim Allen and like, dude, I don't it know. Wasn't gonna it, be Tim it can't Allen. be. You it know, wasn't you, be. you know, rest in peace. But it, it's what? What's his name? Um, uh, Alan Rickman. Alan Rickman. Yeah, but Tim Allen is not. Alan yeah, Rickman. but I don't know. But Tim Allen's here. But Alan Rickman is not in. So I don't know. I'd rather not. Alan say Rickman it. did really keep, nice. Keep really good the job movie, movie its own thing. Stop again. Stop freaking remaking everything. I'm just getting sick of it. And this is the culture we live in. I know. Nostalgia, but I'm just, nostalgia. Make king. new shows. Make new shows. Says the guy who only likes Pokemon Gen One. Well, that's nice. and, that's that that ties to the heartstrings. That's all school. Exactly. Hey, but but that's why I don't really play the new one. The okay. DC crossover shows have been announced for their dates. This is pretty big news. We yeah, actually it was, put it on the Instagram there too. Yeah, it was like the Flash on Sunday. I think it was I'll, Arrow I'll, Monday, yeah, Supergirl Tuesday, I believe. I'll read you the dates. So I'll get you the dates. They're in December. Uh, the Flash will be on a special night, not a new night, yeah. a special night of Sunday, December 9th at eight. The next will be Arrow on Monday, December 10th at 8 on its regular night. And then Supergirl on a special night for Tuesday, December 11th at 8. So those three shows will be crossing over. We know we're getting Ruby Rose. And also, we know that Arrow is the biggest show that they have because he's the show that's staying in its time slot. And he started it all. The Sunday, December – I'm sorry, Sunday, December 9th, that's a football night. Yeah. So, like, you got balls if you want to do a crossover on a Sunday night. And, again, that's when they're going to introduce Batwoman – I'm only you follow Balls Logic on Instagram. He I makes do. like he does so crossover he, like good fan. Art. Which we're gonna which we're gonna tell basically the next story which he added. I'll I'll, I'll tell you that. Yeah. Um. Week I think it's week fourteen. Right. Week fourteen, December sixth. Yeah. So the Sunday, December 9th is week fourteen of the NFL. So you're getting that's the first week of fantasy playoffs yeah. for most people. Maybe it's week two. So it's fantasy playoffs. So that's number one. Yeah. Number two. Towards the end of the season, so a lot of the divisions are getting wrapped up yep. and things like that. So you got division ma- battles, and the Sunday night game that night, don't prime the, time. Don't say the Eagles is well. Eagles Cowboys is four twenty five. So for you, you could watch Eagles Cowboys, then go right into the wait, crossover, wait, which, which, which you'll is exactly do. what I'm doing. Luckily for folks like us, the Browns, Steelers, <laughs> Steelers Raiders. So while it's a nice, yeah. it's not a division yeah, rival game. Yeah. Uh, Steelers are huge. Raiders are huge. It's going to get great ratings. But not going to affect people in this area. It's not a division game it's that a, the whole country is going to watch. As long as, again, it wasn't an Eagle Night game, I'll be fine to watch it on Sunday. It's perfect. an Eagles primetime game. Yeah. Hey, maybe if uh, – nope, nope. They nope. won't flex games in week 14. But there there you go. That's what that's going up against. We're going to see, like we said, Ruby Rose. We're going to see a little – are we going to see like Clark Kent too? Well, that, the next story is Tyler Hochum will, will come, basically come back as in, Superman in the in crossover. In the crossover. And I think we're getting Lois Lane for the first time. And Lois Lane. Right. So th- that's for – We've never I'm, seen Lois Lane on DC small, TV besides Smallville. Besides Smallville. So, which is cool because I think he, did, he actually did a good job of Superman. And that's what I was saying. False logic in the background. You see a character flying, like just standing there, like up in the air, which was Superman. So, that, that that's kind of awesome. Like, this is going to be their biggest crossover event. Which is neat because last year was pretty dude, damn big. Dude, I enjoyed s- last year's and I don't know shit about they it. They step it up every year. I, I give it all to I the I like writers. that they do this. Yeah. I really like that they dude, do this. Like, it's cool, Just man. to tie all these shows, to get all these characters at one spot. Like, dude, it's probably challenging as shit and they do a great job. Infinity War, Jump Force, DC crossovers, man. It's a, it's a great world that we live in where anything can be It's a great time to be a nerd, man. Sushi, you get rice mixed with fish. Are you kidding me? That game was, dude. That game, Sushi Strikers, baby. Yo, imagine if Shushido. He, the way of Sushido. Imagine if he shows up in Smash. That would be funny. that would be sick. It's like a assist trophy. Arrow season seven, according to Stephen Amell, will be its edgiest and most gritty season to date. It's not really news. It's just okay. Well, it, it, like Stephen it, Amell it, trying it, to market. It, well, yeah. it was just Stephen Amell because every every time he's making posts, like he's got blood marks all over his face, and he kind of made a. I think it was on Twitter, or he's like. 
you know, I, I got one of the best stunt doubles in the game, blah, mm-hmm. blah, blah. He just sit, just, he's like, so far this season, he's just sitting there, not doing nothing for 13 hours a day. I was like, oh, that's cool. Because he likes to do his own stuff. We know that Gotham Season 5 is going to pull out all the punches for its last go around. Yeah. But do you think we're going to be getting the mutants as well? Well, you basically see the king, of the, the, the pictures that were released, if you ever read Frank Miller's mm-hmm. freaking masterpiece, Dark Knight, you know, Dark Knight Returns, which is basically, you know, Batman on like this last year's and... It looks like it is the giant mutant, so that's kind of cool. Nice throwback to, to Frank Miller. So again, I watched the first four. Yes, it started off, eh, but then I feel like Gotham did improve each season, so I'm definitely going to finish it. I watched a 20 minute clip of a bunch of every, every, everything edited together of like the seasons, yeah. all the seasons, like in 20 minutes, yeah. like a nice recap. So I'm caught up. Um, so I, it's like again, I'll, I know I'll, all the Jerome stuff. I, I know the Joker he, stuff. Cameron Monaghan did a great job as Jerome. Yeah. The guy that does the Mad Hatter, I think he's brilliant. Yeah. I like the guy as the Riddler, Corey Michael Smith, I believe his name. The, you said the Riddler, yeah. Okay, so you have Raja Ghouls in it, Penguins. Yeah, in he it. was cool. You know, he, he, is, he, is, he, he is a good penguin. I just wish he was a little fatter. He just so he's skinny. definitely. He looks, but, but he, he looks like right out of Nightmare Before Christmas. He, but he is good, part. and and the guy playing Mister Freeze, I I really do enjoy them. I think they do a great job. Uh, Troy James from America's Got Talent has been cast as Ragdoll in the Flash season. Yeah, five. it's a character that you know you don't know too much. Like he's not big, he's not known, but obviously if you read the comics, you know who he is. It's a you know obviously a weird as freak character. So hey, it's good. It'll to see. Probably, he'll probably have a minor. Yeah, I'm back. A, a one or two episodes arc as Flash. I just love Flash. Just brings all these rogues in, which is awesome. Jensen Eccles teases Red Hood finally coming to DC TV. As we know, Eccles actually played Jason Todd in Batman Under the Red Hood, yeah. um, and he also played. In Supernatural, I believe. He's well, he was, he was on the Supernatural set, and then right. he's like, "Why am I running into you here?" And people are like, "Oh, is that a tie-in? Like, is he going to run into it?" Is it a it? tease? Dude, is it I, him just having it, some fun again? Boss logic again. Dude, what gents would look like is Red Hood. Dude, he could pull it off live action. If they ever do Red Hood, dude, bring him back because he was under the Red Hood is one of the best DC animated films they ever did. If you've never seen it, definitely watch it. Brendan Fraser has been cast he's back, as man. Robot Man, aka Cliff Steele, in DC Universe's live action series Doom Patrol. I mean, it's about time to see. Brendan Fraser come back, you know. Um, obviously, we know in the Mummy, he was in. I know he played the last season in the Affair. Uh, it was like the first time I remember seeing Brendan Fraser in freaking years. I walked in to watch her to her watching the show. I said, "Is that Brendan yeah. Fraser? He looks like yeah, good. yeah, he, yeah." He, you know, obviously he Damn. he didn't have the career he had when in the nineties. The dazzle baby, <laughs> which I still love. Well, I love um, her. Yeah. Of course. Elizabeth Hurley? My God. Who doesn't? And hey, Robot Man, I think this is a perfect fit. I'm ready for this DC live action universe. Pokemon is coming to Twitch. Per Twitch, in an email to me, the marathon you've been waiting for is finally here. Join us on Monday, August 27th on Twitch presents to kick off the twitch pokemon marathon complete with 19 seasons of pure nostalgia and 16 pokemon movie nights we're joining ash and pikachu to relive their legendary adventures but this time we're doing it together watch the first run monday through thursday starting at 10 a.m pacific with the reruns following saturdays over on twitch presents 2 then swing back over to the main channel on saturdays or sundays at 10 a.m pacific to watch the weekly movie party we're getting almost every episode that's awesome 19 seasons no commercials back to back monday through thursday if you don't have the disney now app because that has a lot of ads and it's very annoying and only the first couple seasons are on netflix or hulu this is where you want to check it out twitch hopefully you have like a vacation yeah uh, because dude what a great idea oh everything they do bob ross they did uh they're doing pokemon they did uh what was the big one they did recently i watched like a shit ton of it i can't remember 
what they did recently, but they did that too. They blow it out, man. It's it's amazing. Dude, that, that's smart. And like so, let's say if you miss that time, you just can't go on Switch to rewatch it. You have to watch it when it's airing. You can go to. Uh, they're doing a rerun of it on Twitch too. So on Twitch presents too. So there will be two chances to watch. No, but it again, like, so let's say you miss it. There is no like Twitch on demand. There is, is for streamers. There will not be for this. Okay. Okay. Yeah, streamers. When like I'm done streaming. It I automatically archive it so you can watch it on demand. I, th- I think they should do something but, like that. I well, think that's that, that's they get they get they gotta pay for that. Yeah, they have the rights yeah, for one or two go arounds. They can't just do that. That's copy. That's yeah, people can just yeah. watch it for free. True. Then uh, YouTube will release YouTube Red. I guess will release fifty original series next year. Man, they're going all in on this they're, original they're, content. They're stepping it up again. Um, Cobra Kai was great. Cobra Kai show that I still have to watch. I heard such good things about it. I know that's come back for season two. Yeah. So one of my coworkers cool. yesterday, as a matter of fact, we were in my office and I have a morning meeting every day at nine, and uh, I usually am listening to podcasts or Spotify in my office. And they came in a couple minutes early, so. I got Spotify rocking, and he was like, oh, you use Spotify? I said, yeah. He's like, I use YouTube Red. I said, oh, sweet. So you have all this like, cool shows that are coming out. Yeah. He said, what? He didn't know that it was only TV. He thought it was – I'm sorry. He thought it was only music, not TV too. But, but he, but so he, I was but like, he, dude, check out all these shows. But it's a like, paid what? service though. Yeah, he pays yeah. for it. Oh, okay. Um, he has it, I'm saying. So he's oh, like – okay. No, I got you. So he, but he only used it for the music because oh, you can wow. play music yeah. in the background. Uh, you can turn your phone off and, and keep the music going. So I was like, that's cool and all, but you're missing out. Yeah. So I showed him Cobra Kai, and he like was like, dude, fuck yeah. So excited. Now he'll actually get his money's worth. Yeah, now he'll <laughs> get his money. And then I told him, I was like, dude, they're releasing 50 new things yeah. next year. You'll be you'll be all set. Yeah. Um, I'm going to stick with Spotify. ABC is reviving and rebooting Bewitched. Again, stop rebooting all this shit. Just well, I think they're live. doing it with an interracial couple now to switch things up, make it look what it is. I mean, Christ, you had the Bewitch movie, Will Ferrell, that, that, that sucked. sucked. So, I mean, I, I'm again, I'm just over all these reboots and yeah. shit. One Story in Music today may release a new single, yep. Let It Die. It's pretty vintage yeah, May. It is. Dude, it, it, that was like their first song. That, again, it's, it sounds like May. When the CD comes out, I know you and I are going to buy it. Now, you said you didn't watch SummerSlam, so I'm going to kind of breeze through this story yeah, very quickly. Um, overall, NXT TakeOver was fucking amazing yet I, again I, it was funny because you were like um when it was like ricochet and uh Adam Cole. Adam Cole. so it was like when they were playing like did you watch it but then like i'm telling you was like yo did you watch this it's yeah. because i kept watching like i kept seeing it on twitter I, I basically watched that match and that was freaking awesome yeah that second rope moon salt oh, super dude, kick spot that freak that I, he's was that not one of the coolest spots both of them ever need seen? to go to the wwe get out of <laughs> nxt they are both talented they both need to go up. i don't want them to go to the main roster they're gonna get buried on the main roster no. finn balor's buried on the main roster they're gonna get uh, dude, buried uh, he needs keep him on nxt why, i don't understand why finn balor is not i would because, why is he not holding a belt because, why is he not tag team parties with jeff he's Hardy? not six six two fifty who cares? Who gives a That's shit? That's what vince wants and until vince dies let's call it what it is yeah. and triple h takes over this is the product we're going to get. Yeah. This is it. We're going to get Roman yeah, Reigns as the champion, and he's going to get shoved down our throat yeah, because you they did it. They put the belt on Finn Balor, and then he got injured. Yeah. You put you made the first ever Universal Champion Finn Balor. He got hurt. Vince was probably, oh, God. This is why I don't There's do this. Why I get the right. big guys. Because I need the big guys who can be sustainable. Yeah. Like, give me Triple H, who is in charge of NXT. Yeah. I would rather have the NXT guys at the top 
than being buried on yeah that on, makes on sense. the main then, card. Okay, because I sense. watch NXT. Yeah. So like I love that. I, like many people and do. And we never in a million years would have gotten that match that you saw Ricochet and Adam yeah. on the main roster. Yeah, they just don't right. do that yeah, type of wrestling. You're right. You're right. A moonsault super kick. Yeah, that was that and was that was insane. nailed it flush. Dude, and they both and they both put on a great show. Both yeah. of them. Yep. Like, either either or one. I'd be like you both did a great job. You deserve it. When Johnny Gargano Champa three was probably one of the weaker matches on the five match card. You know it's a great pay per view because yeah. that even that match was incredible SummerSlam itself while it was from 5 to almost midnight it was just a little too long three matches on the pre-show all ended in a roll up it was there's like disqualifying right no roll up pins all three of them and it was just boring the pre-show matches were a waste of time they were short I don't know why I keep doing it to myself and tune in to watch these things but you're there and watch all then you have from (laughs) 7 to 11 something watching the main show with uh, ten or eleven other matches. But there, was that what the one that was the, there was a lot of disqualified stuff? Was that the um, AJ Styles? Yes. Okay. Okay. Yes. Which was it's actually a good. That was actually thing. a good disqualification. The AJ Styles Samoa Joe match. Samoa Joe gets on the mic. AJ's wife and daughter are uh, in the crowd. I'm your daddy now. I'll, I'll be your daddy now. <laughs> and AJ just freaks out. Gets them yeah. on top of a table and plows them Dude, through. The like, pictures that came from that was awesome. That, and that was, was cool. Because now that's setting up them two to wrestle at Hell in a Cell next month in a Hell in a Cell. Okay. That's perfect yeah. storytelling. Yeah. I appreciate that Roman Reigns took the belt from Brock Lesnar because about I just hate Brock Lesnar. Um, Brock Lesnar is just the worst so we thing called that her, ever we called happened. Her right. we called Ronda right. Rousey wins the women's title over Alexa Bliss. Um, Charlotte beats Becky Lynch and, yep. and Carmella to win the SmackDown title. And Becky Lynch turns heel yeah. and everyone Every, popped. Everyone loved everyone Every, loved Everyone loved it. Everyone. So we, we called a lot of these right then. Yes, we did. Yeah. And SummerSlam was good. Yeah. It was a solid 6 out of 10, which I'll take for a 6-hour show. You, you had me, I think, with just fit as Demon. And and then we got a surprise Demon. When Corbin comes out first... Uh, uh, and then the lights go down. Usually Finn's music just hits, yeah, but there's yeah. when he's the demon, it goes red, and you hear <sighs> first. And when you hear the ha, she was in the other room. I said, like, get in, get in here, the demon, it's the fucking demon. It Dude, so his crazy. makeup is awesome. And he did like the Venom style makeup. Yeah. He looks so good. Uh, dude, dude, it was I, perfect. I, I would like, I, I guess I, I would say a dream match for his demon and when Jeff Hardy is all in his paint, I need them to fight somebody. They are, and currently they're on different rosters. So Go beat maybe, the shit out of the B team. Maybe. Whoever has the damn belt, the, the Bludgeon Brothers, frig them Bludgeon, too. Bludgeon Brothers, ah, excuse me, while the Bludgeon Brothers beat the New Day, well, they got disqualified. I, and I hate the New Day too. New Day won the titles in SmackDown this week. Yes. So the New Day yes. are your tag champs currently. There's three people, unfair. It is unfair because you don't know which ones are going to exactly. fight. But I hope that sets up a nice long feud with Sanity because they have three people too. Uh, but anyway, SummerSlam, good show. NXT TakeOver, great show. I'm very pleased. Raw was pretty decent. SmackDown was good because Becky Lynch came out and explained her heel turn. And you got more Samoa Joe and AJ Styles where Samoa Joe put him to sleep again. Like, it's pretty good storytelling. I will say it's great. You yeah. know, when we didn't even mention The Miz and, and Daniel Bryan yeah. yet. that match the Miz won, right? The Miz yeah. won, as I said. Um, because it sets up, but now they said the other night they're gonna do it. Hell in a Cell, the Miz and Maurice versus Brie Bella and Daniel Bryan. Yeah, I don't. That, match. Again, that was like another thing. That's I kept boring. Saying, why? Why are the Brie twins kind of just showing up and like a little bit of everything? Because now that they've implanted themselves in on the product, it's set up this match. That the TV show, all that mm-hmm. shit. Yeah, it sets up the match. Yeah. It's just like fuck this, yeah. dude. Well, it's Total Bell has just got renewed. So, okay, now so who's gonna who's around. gonna go up against Roman now for the belt? 
Dude, we don't know. I McIntyre? No, because I, I wouldn't mind that, but I think he's going to go against Seth or Dean. Um, I think he's going up against Dean, actually, because Dean's back now, uh, which sucks for Drew because Dean's going to win that feud, unfortunately. Which sucks. Which just I, sucks. I, I, They're going to bury McIntyre because yeah. Dean Ambrose gets a cheap pop. I just Dean Ambrose is boring to me. Um, but so Braun has the briefcase. And the other night on Raw, Roman came out to start the show. He said, I'm not going to be like that bitch Brock Lesnar. I'm going to be a fighting champion. So he had a WWE Universal Championship match against Finn Balor Pissed. on Monday night. Raw. They'll never and it was a half-hour match. And it was a great match. No, Finn did not win. But Braun comes out and says, uh, I'm sorry, he comes out towards the end and he's about to cash in, right? So he cashes in the briefcase. He gives the briefcase to the ref. They don't ring the bell just yet, but Roman's down because he beats the shit out of him and Finn took him to like the limit. Yeah. Finn had a really good match. Finn's the man. And, uh, and so takes him to the limit. He's about to cash in and then the Shields music hit and Dean and Seth Rollins dressed as the Shield run out and help him. They triple powerbomb Braun Strowman through the table and then do their little pump yeah. fist and Raw goes off the air. Dude, it was really so, solid. So did he use the the money in the bank? Does it Because count? the bell never rang. It, didn't count. it doesn't okay, count. Okay, cool. So Braun will eventually yeah. will eventually go against Roman. In the short term, I tr- I kind of think they're just going to keep making him a fighting champion yeah. to get the belt back on Raw and yeah. every week or every two weeks you need, he'll you have a new it. opponent. You didn't have a freaking belt match for what? Two months? Two, a year and a half. Oh, Brock, Brock Lesnar was a year and a half with the belt. Oh yeah, the, the, the cage one didn't count or some shit. They because disqualified. And that was stupid as shit. No, Brock technically won. Yeah. But Roman did because his feet exactly. Hit Brock hit first his back, yeah. but not his feet. True. So it's all bullshit. Yeah. But you got it. You got the belt back on. Where which is okay. On which television. Is good. Which is good. I, and I'm cool with it being on Roman because at least it's on TV. At least your biggest hey, belt is on hey, TV. Even though you hate Brock, you hate Roman a little. And now less. they're bringing back the Shield, which it gets a cheap pop from everybody. I'm not a huge Shield guy. But I like I, Rollins. I like Seth Rollins. I, I like Seth Rollins. She loves Seth and Roman. Yeah. Um, so, But at least it's something. We yeah. got some good storytelling yeah. in the WWE right now. So SummerSlam, good stuff. The Jets are actually teaming up with Marvel for some cool like promotional stuff throughout the season this year. Of all the teams, it's the Jets. The New York Jets. <laughs> the New York football Jets. Well, half the shit they do takes place in New York with Marvel. So it's only fitting that, yeah, that they do a Marvel yeah, makes sense. Uh, show. You Cap- it. Captain Marvel is getting a written prelude featuring Nick Fury and Maria Hill. Well, if you yeah, because if you saw it, it, it kind of makes sense because of the ending of Infinity War, where you see Samuel L. Murray Hill and the, the Captain Marvel symbol. So obviously, they they have to show maybe how they meet her, how they train her, where she's kept. So it kind of makes sense that they're doing this. Well, also remember that it's it is written, so it's not going to be on film. And we also have um, we don't know where Maria Hill yeah. and Nick Fury are because of well, the uh, post credits. Well, scene I know where they are. Well, we know where yeah, they are, but yeah. we again. We that, don't know what they did before that. What they were, you know, what they why they Captain were driving Marvel. through, yeah. right, right. And they'll they're going to be in Captain Marvel in some. Well, Captain Marvel takes place in the nineties, so of course they're going to be in it. But, and, and a young Agent Coulson, which is going to be weird. If it, hey. is it the same guy playing? Yeah, Agent it's, it's uh, oh, they're going to see yeah. GM to look young. Yeah, it's dude. He, it's like the Star Wars treatment. He's good because um, I don't know. In Shield, he just has that stupid charm about him. Yeah, I don't know. I like him. Well, it's time to shout out our patreons or patrons. We really like them too. Uh, the five dollar and up patron uh, level gets you a shout out on the show every week. So thank you to Mike Forward, AF Log Dog, Bradley Epstein, which is at North Comics on Instagram. If you want to go follow him, Jay Sanford nine four eight two. Rob Harding, Sam Reimer. Sam Reimer is uh, twitch.tv slash my knife, your life, M Y K N I F E U R 
L-I-F-E. Thank you to Sam, Darren Monroe, Elijah Elliott, Thomas Chisholm, and our $10 patron. Again, happy belated birthday. It was yesterday on Friday. Happy 31st to our boy, Terrorizing Alan Santos. Get back to speedrun, brother. Greg misses it. Dude, I'll watch you every night if you just speedrun. I don't like Fortnite that much. (laughs) Although... The dudes in Heavy Things reached out to me the other day and said, hey, you still playing Fortnite? I said, I dabble, but I don't. Yeah, it's, like, it's, it's, it's not our cup of tea. It's not our cup of tea. I don't even like watching it uh, that much. But, Sam, it is time for our pick of the week. Yeah, so um, yesterday on Netflix, um, Burr Kreischer's special drop, Secret Time. Me and um, because he filmed it in Philly. Me and my men, uh, my nephew Nico went to see it actually a day before the taping. So we, we knew, you know, basically it was probably was like 90% the same. Right. But dude, he's funny as shit. I I watched it again. It's freaking hilarious. It, like I know everyone always like says the machine. Like he he doesn't do it, but the way he ends it, it it's absolutely perfect. His last bit it, is pure gold. I'm gonna go watch it now when I edit. The and, dude, it, it's like 55 minutes. It's his first special on Netflix. He had the first one on on Showtime, the machine. But dude, this is funny as shit. It's in, it's in Philly. Give it a listen. I guarantee you guys are going to like it. My pick of the week is also from Netflix, and it's a new show. It's only six episodes, about 20 to 25 minutes an episode. I'm a huge fan of Magic. Uh, Justin Willman has a new show where he hosts called Magic for Humans. Uh, You may have seen it when you're going through your Netflix as like a recommendation. That's how I saw it was at the top of a recommendation. I binge-watched all six in one day. It's a great mix of comedy and street magic and bigger uh, bigger stage magic all in one, but it's that thought-provoking type of magic where he ties it to uh, a theme every episode. One is seeing is believing. So he does all magic that has to do with feel and sight and that type of thing. There's another one about sexuality and humans. And so there's a bunch of that kind of stuff. It's like, it's a really good lesson in both life and magic and comedy. The comedy is actually really good. And there's one bit in particular where he makes someone think that they're invisible that I've never laughed at wow. so hard. I put it on for Ashley last night. I put three episodes on for her. She does not like magic. Yeah. How did he do that? And then she's cracking up at this guy who thinks he's invisible, going up to other people. It's really, really good. You can watch it on three hours. Okay. So super good. That sounds interesting. I love magic. So there's our picks of the week. That was episode 105. We really appreciate everybody sticking around for the last hour and 50-ish minutes. We can't wait to bring episode 106 next week. We have another bonus episode coming up for the first time in a while there uh, with Classic Game Junkie. Keep an eye on that. We have some other things we're in the talks to as well for some bonus episodes. So be on the lookout as we get back into our interviews. It's going to be a little rusty next Thursday. Oh, I'm sure it will. (laughs) We're going to be a little rusty. I haven't done it in over a month now for an interview, but we appreciate everybody for hanging on we'll see you next week for episode 106 we're back baby
This has been a broadcast of the ESO Network. Be part of the crew and help support our shows by donating to our ESO Patreon or by shopping through Amazon.com or the Tee Public Store, which can all be found at www.esonetwork.com. The ESO Network, your station for all things geek. Thank you.